Dun 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 dun. Little pig, little pig. Let me in. Well, back at it again, boys. Let your mind peel away the mysteries of the world. That's right. I'm talking deep, frazzle drip deep. This is Whiskey, Beer, and Conspiracies Podcast. Oh, by the way, my balls is hot. My balls is hot. My balls is hot. Hello and welcome to another episode of Whiskey, Beer, and Conspiracies Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Big Country. As always, on the other end of the mic, your two favorite hosts for the evening. Boy and Chris. <laughs> you guys got to work on that delay, man. Dude, that, that fucking, what was delay. that? Dude, that was bad. Boy, he was off. Sorry, I was looking up a... I was looking up a uh, Boy is looking up more information for the show, so I guess we'll give him a pass. Yeah, I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> At least he didn't like not show up or anything like some other people I know. Oh. Yeah, you know it happens. It happens. It yeah. happens. Uh, that was kind of out of your control. Uh, it's a good show. It's a good show. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you're consistent, more consistent than um, some past guests and some past hosts. So yeah, there's that. There is that. There's that. I, I definitely, uh, I'm definitely way over more than fifty percent now. So yeah, a hundred percent. You're a hundred percent over fifty percent. For fifty percent of the time, a hundred percent of the time, you can count on me ten percent of the time. That's it, that, dude. That, that's, that's what I'm saying. We all went to public school, so that makes sense to us. Yep. Uh, so thank you so much for tuning into this episode. Um, if you haven't checked out our Instagram yet, please go do that. And make sure you follow us on Twitter as well. Uh, we do have a Facebook page that is now operating um, that my brother's kind of hooked up and linked together. So I'm going to be posting on all different platforms. Big things coming in the future. I'm still working on the Patreon, so stay tuned for that. Uh, with the, you know the move and everything got a, going on out here. Give us a give us a little while, and that'll be up and operating, so you can see the videos that we'll be doing, and some of the more uh, in depth interviews that we've had, some uh, deleted scenes, if you will, from the videos that will will be posted. Um, and please check out our website wbconspiracies.com, where you can find all the episodes, a little bit about the show, what we do, some video content that you can't find anywhere else but there, and shoot us a message if you want to talk to us, if you want to chit chat. Find out what we're uh, what we're doing in our, our daily lives. What's new? Um, a lot of a lot of our followers on Instagram send us great information, fantastic information. So we appreciate oh, yeah. that, and we would like for you guys to help us out by making sure that you like and subscribe on whatever platform you listen to, whether it be Spotify, iHeartRadio. If you're listening on Apple, leave a comment, leave a um, a like. If you don't like it. You can do that too, but we'll find you. Yeah. So, no, you know, we're big boys. You can send <laughs> criticism our way. We like to hear it. And yeah. If you got ideas for the show, if you guys have anything that you want to talk about or ha- hear yeah. us talk about, you know, throw them out there. We love. It doesn't have to be political. Nope. It doesn't have to be political. You you want us to find fucking the Loch Ness monster? We'll we'll do our damnedest. You want to talk about fucking skinwalkers? We could do that too. Yeah, and in the near future, just so our listeners know, um, we will be doing many more episodes on cryptids and also true crime. Um, we're going to have another category. Um, I was going to talk to you guys about this too. Uh, that I'm working on with my brother for uh, MMA and Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. So that'll be another, you know, drop down menu in our website. If you go to the like website, a, like a sports. 
Yeah, exactly. So that way, if, if uh, you know, uh, Big Fit's not your thing and you want to hear us talk to, you know, uh, fucking Pat Militage or something like that, uh, go down there and you'll see an episode eventually with Pat Militage or something like that. Who knows? Maybe that'd be cool. But when, uh, when we uh, when we decide to let Joe Rogan on the show. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, uh, fine, but I just I haven't been able to. I'll get back to him sooner or later. It's tough, man. It's <laughs> tough when you're as busy and popular as we are, and you got guys like Joe Rogan hitting you up, and you're like, "Listen, I'm busy get on here. Yeah, hey, you'll get on eventually. Just I'm busy, your- thirsty ass oh, Joe. Jesus, Jesus, my goodness. <laughs> just just open up that studio for us in Texas, so we can come and hang out over there. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I want to tell you guys a quick story that this happened to me literally last night. All right. Here hmm, we go. Two nights ago. I'm sorry. Friday. So working the night shift Friday night, 6 PM. I go in, I get off at Saturday at two at two thirty. So there's a, there's a bar down the street from the job site called Tanner's where we, we go all the time to eat. So I was like, Oh shit, it's Friday. And every Friday we would go to Tanner's when we were working during the day. So we went to Tanner's. At 11 o'clock, we walk in, we sit down. We're, I mean, we're stoked. My coworker was like, I don't know why I'm like excited, like we're going to a strip club because it's not, <laughs> but I'm like that excited that we're going. So we get there and the waitress sits down and she goes, I just let you guys know the kitchen's closed. And we're like, fuck. <laughs> so we're leaving. So we left and there's myself and my two coworkers. And uh, I was like, hey, IHOP's open. And we're like, okay, let's go to IHOP. So one of the coworkers goes, fuck that. I'm not eating at IHOP. He had his <laughs> lunch with him. So he went back to his truck to eat. And my coworker and myself will go to IHOP. Now, granted, this is IHOP in Kansas City, Kansas, which is um, relatively hood, <laughs> uh, especially at this hour. So we get in, we sit down, we start eating, get our food. And it's close to midnight at this point. And a group of like eight, nine, ten, probably 11, 11 people walk in. So there's like about six or seven dudes and like three or four girls. Um, all of the uh, black complexion. <laughs> and um, they're waiting for a table. Well, they only had two servers that night. They made it very clear to us. We, hey, we only have two servers. It's kind of late. Um, kitchen's going to be closing soon. They told them the kitchen is closed. Mm-hmm. Well, they insisted on sitting there and waiting and then making a ruckus. Mm. So they're making a ruckus and they're like right next to us waiting. And then they're like, okay, fuck this. We're out of here. So the group of girls leave that are with them. And let's just say there's seven guys. I'm not sure exactly how many there were. And they were like, they would appear to be a, like a basketball team. Like how how old are we talking? Like high school? Yes, okay. my guess is high school. Okay, any, um, any group of high school kids at midnight in an IHOP is fucking no bueno. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And I would I'm assuming they're like a basketball team, uh, not just because they're black, but because they're they all. Been, they could have been a step team. It could have been a yeah, step they could team. Have been a, they could have been a, a crumping national championship team. Yeah, exactly. For all I know, they could have been a badminton team. They could have. Yeah, fuck. But they're all maybe, like, maybe maybe they were like uh, you know in Mighty Ducks two maybe they were the street hockey team oh ex- it could have been it could have been, been. Um, so pardon my judgment on this uh, <laughs> the reason I was like oh basketball team is because they're all over six foot like all of them except <laughs> for one 
So the group of guys finally leave. So all the tall gentlemen leave. Now there's one kid, and I say kid because he couldn't have been but 16 years old, maybe 17. And he's about five foot six on a good day. Oh. So he's walking out, and I have my back to the door, but my coworker is across from me, and he can see him. And he looks at my coworker and he goes, "Hey, man, I'll see you later." And my coworker was like, "What?" yeah i'll see you later and he's like okay and then he's walking out the door he goes fuck you and walks out and i was like hell yeah (laughs) honey we have bail money right okay i'm gonna i'm gonna finish my endless pancakes and then i'm gonna whoop your ass yeah it looks like the endless pancakes just ended (laughs) um now we're all fired up at this point, right? Because we looked at the situation and we're like, we didn't say anything to them. They didn't say anything to us. The other, the other, you know, gentlemen that were with that kid, they didn't say anything to us. But as the kid walked out, he was like staring at our food and then at my coworker. And I didn't see it because I was balls deep in a waffle. <laughs> but I'm just thinking of like everything that's going on in the country right now about the generation that's coming up. It's terrible. You're just going to look at somebody and go, fuck you, dude, for no reason whatsoever other than to potentially start something. Oh, yeah. And he only said it after his buddies left. And my coworker and I were like, look, dude, if we were off the clock, we would have fucked this kid up (laughs) easily. And I'm just sitting here like thinking after the fact, like, what is wrong with kids these days? Dude, it's it's the... Okay, so first of all, that kid's mom is nowhere to be seen. Because let's be honest, dude. He wouldn't okay. say that shit in front of his mom. Well, I mean, come on. So, <laughs> he wouldn't I mean, say like, that. That is nowhere to be seen. <laughs> he left for a lotto ticket and never came back. Uh, but but uh, realistically, like, you're, you're not going to say that shit in front of your mom. Regardless, yeah. right? Whether dad's there or not, you're, you're you know for sure you're not going to say that shit in front of your mom, and that's not a shot at single fathers out there. I'm just saying, typically, you know. But then you have now on the news they've made it cool for you to just fucking show up, especially when people are eating, and say what the fuck you want to them. Right. Um, maybe he was mad because you guys were able to get in right before the kitchen closed. Yeah, we got there at 11, like 45 minutes before they walked in, we were there. Yeah, so, <laughs> you know, it could have been a whole bunch of shit, but, you know, the fact that it was only one kid out of that whole group that said some shit, like, that kid's clearly he's got some fucking problems, right? I just think that the blatantly disrespectful dis be people being disrespectful is like in right now. Yeah. Like it's trendy. You could fuck. just go and say whatever you want. There's no repercussions. A couple of these little idiots need need to get smacked in the mouth and then they'll be like, oh yeah, shit, I wouldn't do that. Or I wouldn't disrespect my elders. I wouldn't dis you know, you're an elder now. You're you're 30, right? Yeah, you're you know, so you're elder. Now. You're like twice that kid's age. But seriously, I mean When's the last time that you just walked up to someone and said, "Fuck you"? <laughs> I, I, I mean, I just, I just, 
it's not i mean in my generation we just don't do that to people you know you 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 i told someone else uh, last night i was like yeah what what the, what the world needs is is a lot of people putting out good energy yeah. and if we just would you know worry about ourselves and say you know what i'm gonna put, do good yeah i mean because sure. what what good does walking up to someone say hey fuck you what what good does that do Nothing. for anybody you know and i'm sure that kid's going on social media talking about what he did and this yeah, and that how hard he so is when you guys left did you see this group at all no so uh, we left about five minutes after that uh and they had walked towards the alley um past that and we didn't see them again for the rest of the night you know one thing that i did bring up to my um co-worker was talking about jujitsu so so my black belt um this dude's like five five nine maybe mm-hmm. bald head 145 pounds maybe 150 pounds i mean cauliflower to ears all that stuff super funny guy real cool dude um but like you're rolling with him. I mean, he's a black belt, right? So, so he's kind of good. It's insane. Like just how not only strong he is, but just good. Obviously. I mean, we're talking about black belt here, but like, I think about like, imagine if he just said some shit like that to that guy. Oh, this little guy right here. I'll fuck you, dude. I'm like, Oh no. (laughs) Happens a lot, dude. Why would you do that? But that's when my, my black belt would, you know, fuck a little kid up, but you know, but, but that's when lessons are taught, dude. And lessons are learned. Um, you can't just sooner or later it's he'll, that kid will learn his lesson. Cause you can't just go up to people and say, fuck you without repercussions. Right. Obviously right. it's different. Cause you guys are heading back to work, but he might catch someone who doesn't give a shit about their job. They're working a night shift on some fucking job that is just a job for them. You yeah. know what I mean? Or, or, a, or a guy that has like no problem going back to jail. Yeah, exactly. You know oh. what I mean? So that it's, go it's gonna it's gonna happen, you know what I mean? And um it probably had something to do with a group of white dudes sitting at a table next to them as well, you know yeah. what I mean? So but <laughs> well, uh, lesson, yeah. they, they'll get they'll figure it out <laughs> so sooner or later. What's so funny and, and we'll get on to tonight's topic a little bit, but what's so funny about the dude that I'm sitting with is yeah, he's a white guy, but he's um like first generation Italian. Yeah. Or second generation Italian, because I guess, or yeah, second or second or third, whatever. But his his grandmother, mm-hmm. like, hung out with the mob. So he's like Italian, Italian, like Italian, Italian. <laughs> yeah. So they like he used to tell me stories about pictures his grandma would show him. Like, oh yeah, I used to hang out with fucking this person and that guy, and there's Babyface Nelson and what you know all these mob guys. And I'm like, yeah. Dude, like you just don't know who somebody is or who they know or what they know. And to put yourself in that situation, I think is just so remarkably irresponsible. And I, and I, you could blame the parents. Shit, you could blame, um, even, I hate to blame music or like stuff like that, but it's like all rap talks about now is, yeah, but you got to think, dude, like when I was a kid, I fucked the police came out, cop killer came out like a lot of because I mean, and we're talking about like the early 90s, right? Yeah. 
when gangster rap was taken over. And not once did I ever think it would have been okay for me to just walk up and hit somebody to me, fucking treat a chick like shit to me to, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. No, so, I, I, I don't disagree. It was probably that pack mentality too. All of them together, he felt a certain type of way. He was probably the youngest out of all of them, the smallest little man syndrome, you know? Yeah. Maybe he was trying to egg you guys on, and then if you guys went out to fuck him up, then there'd be all of them outside. You never know what you're running into either. Or even more of I them mean, or something. The, the restraint is something to be said, too. I mean, because at the end of the day, you know, someone giving me the finger, you know how many times that people give me the finger? I mean, I, I see it all the there's time. There's one more. <laughs> yeah, there's one more. And so, you know, if I'm not going to let a finger ruin my yeah. day. So, you know, if you want to be an asshole and you want to flip me off, you don't know who I am or what I'm going through. You don't know the day that I've had. You don't know anything about what I'm going through with my family or myself. If, if you are such a shitty person and you need to vent a little bit of anger, I can, I'm a big boy. I can take it. You want to give me the finger? Fine. Yeah. Go fuck off. You're a waste of my time because I'm not going to waste my good energy yeah. on someone that's trying to bring people down specifically for no good reason. So fuck that guy. Yeah. If you're out there, 16 year old and you can ever hear this, uh, go fuck yourself. Eat a dick. Go to the grocery store, find the dick section, pick out the ripest one and eat it. <laughs> and, and, ripest <laughs> and we hope you choke on it. <laughs> All right, stupid kids. That's good. Let's get out of here. Let's get Drop the mic. We're done. Yeah. Yeah. So episode over. Or right. yeah. Okay. Rant. The rant's over. <laughs> no, some big news um, in the United States specifically, but around the world, if you can say that. Um, Ruth oh, Bader lots, Ginsburg lots um, is dead again, but this time officially. Yeah, the second time, at least the second time since January. <laughs> so here's the thing, too, is like. I fully believe that when I think it was on Fox News when they yeah, accidentally Fox and Friends. Yeah, when they accidentally released you know, accidentally released it. She was dead then. Do you remember that, Chris? No. Okay. So I, Brian and I I don't know who saw it first, but I know both of us were like, Oh my fucking God. Right. So I remember I didn't hit me until last night before I posted it on our Instagram. So in Jan- on January 21st, I believe it was, Fox and Friends all of a sudden rolls this like in memorandum type screen and it says Ruth Bader Ginsburg from whatever year she was born, 2020. Yeah, nine, 19, 19 something. 19 something to 2020. You know, like and back then, when like drinking fountains were still separated and shit. Yeah. And then it rolls to the to the main female host and she's like, so anyways, the badminton club and she's head down, you know, everything you're not supposed to do when you're on the news, like head down, reading the paper. And then like seven, six, seven minutes go by and they go to um, the, these other three hosts. I remember the first guy's name is Scott. I can't remember everybody else's name because the Peterson. other Scott Peterson, Scott Peterson, Scott Peterson and the, and the other, the other uh, Scott Peterson, OJ Simpson and, and uh, Judy Arenas. They were all <laughs> sitting there. And so, but the one guy, the other guy, not Scott, but the other guy completely silent deer and headlights on his face the other guy he's like um oh so we have to apologize i'm really sorry and he's got these papers and he's like i'm really sorry that we rolled that um 
I didn't, we just don't want to claim that, uh, our RGB was, is dead. She's, she's most likely alive. Like the way he says it, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to pull it up and play it for you. Yeah. And they, it's clear that they're, it's clear that they were told they shouldn't have said that. Yeah. By the looks on their face. And they're like, yeah, yeah, we're, yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay. So there it is. 1923, So they've already rolled the graphic. Yeah. Thank you so much, professor, for and being then, with us. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. So you make a point in your TED Talks. You say that oh basically... Oh, boy. I don't, I don't want to look at the screen. Yep, I can't look at the screen. Uh, in the meantime, uh, we need to apologize. At the uh, beginning of the... Listen to this guy's voice. Professor, uh, a technical error uh, in the control room triggered a graphic of Ruth Bader Ginsburg... Technical error. Uh, ...with a date on it. Uh, she, uh, we don't want to uh, make it seem uh, anything other than that was a mistake, that was an accident. We believe she is still at home recovering from surgery. Big we mistake. Big mistake. Yes. Big mistake. <laughs> Big mistake. That guy's, I've never heard so many, uh, um, uh, 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 like this guy speaks uh, for a living, right? And uh, just his demeanor, he was so uncomfortable because he, they knew that somebody had told him, you guys are, because what kind of technical error is that? You mean to tell me that someone got a picture of Ruth Bader Ginsburg? They fucking put it up with these nice graphics. They got the date of her birth and the date of supposedly her death. And then they said that that was an accident. Someone accidentally created a memorial for her. Yeah, that's not like a, like a, like a, like a (laughs) click and paste. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like somebody had to make that and then put it in the reel for it to clip (laughs) into the section of the video for them to roll it. And then they rolled it. And then she's like, da, 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 welcome to taking a stand against. Oh, yeah, hey, by the way, rings. oops, we made a mistake. Uh, no, you mistake. Didn't. No, you big didn't. mistake. The way they that say was it was a big mistake, because if huge. that was the case, if that was the case, huge, right? Huge mistake. And they claim that she was dead and she wasn't dead. There would have to be some sort of fucking lawsuit or a threat of something like that. Never heard anything about it. After that, they fucking buried it and buried it. And it not took a, me a long time to find that clip, dude. A long not, time. So not only did it take them a long time for them to bury it, but excuse me, from the time of that rolling of that clip to what was it, Friday or Saturday that she died? Um, they never, no one ever saw her. Ever. No, there's no there, ever. There's no there's video. That, there's no. There's the video nothing. they claimed that was at the airport, but there's another video well before that. Like from last year, sometime, and it was identical. You think yeah. they're just trying to cover up for it, a while, or yeah, they're just and postponing the it seat off for as long as they, they don't could. want Trump to fill the seat. But on top, fill the seat. On top of that, there was all of a sudden this video of oh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg just um, officiated a wedding. No, she didn't. It was the worst like video editing I'd ever seen, dude. Thanos looks way more realistic than she did in that wedding setting. So, but Without a I'm, doubt, I'm, dude. I think they were postponing Oops. it forever, and then they were finally like, dude, we got to fucking bury this body. <laughs> like, it's starting to we, smell. It's starting to smell. Oh. She's starting, like, the recliner's now stuck to her body. So, you know. So that, was, and, and, that was the question that I had for you guys is, Let's just say, let's just go with the argument that she did die in January when they accidentally released it. Why do they come out right now to announce that she's dead just before the election? Um, well, the thing is, is 
I, I think it would be hard. I, I think it's already hard enough for them to keep it quiet for fucking nine months. You know what I mean? Right. So it probably got to the point where they're like, we can't do this anymore. She's dead. We got to fucking bury her. We got to have a ceremony and all this shit. Right. So I think it just, it was probably a family decision. And they were like, dude, we have to yeah. F- fuck the politics. Like we, we can't mourn until we bury her. Right. So the family's trying to deal with the death of a patriarch in their family and fucking wild you know yeah. but it's it's amazing because all these crazy liberals they're like i can't believe that you couldn't wait until 2021 to die and it's like <laughs> no you guys are supposed to be all loving and fucking caring and it's like there's dude, no she died. love there's i no mean love listen man there's a lot of people that really really hate her and there's a lot of people that really liked her but either way you think about it it's a huge deal regardless right a Supreme Court justice died on the bench. Now, they always talk about you cannot replace her. Well, that's the whole point. They're not replacing her because she's already in the history books. No one's going to fucking take anything she accomplished away from her. No one's going to take anything that she that she did that they didn't like away from her. Yeah. She's there. Even fucking Hitler has a place. This fucking Bigfoot has a spot in history. Right? So... It's a big deal. But now people are like, well, she should have, she should have waited to die. Like, dude, she, if you believe the story, she's gone through how many cancer treatments since the the last surgery she had that was in January. Yeah. And you're telling me that you're not going to let her die. Like, that's fucking yeah. crazy to me, dude. Well, how, in, how, how old was she? Like 87. 87. Yeah. And, and, and not only that, so two things is one, they're saying, oh, why couldn't you just die until 2021? Why? Trump's still going to be president then, <laughs> too. And secondly, everybody's like, oh, how dare Trump want to uh, immediately yeah, put a new justice point, in yeah. there? I'm like, that's, the that's, point. His, that's his right. He has that ability to do that. If she Flash, didn't get in January. It's it would be no different if uh under Obama or anybody else that it if happened the justice passes that they're gonna have the scene. It happened in twenty sixteen. What, they, what made, did they do? They made the that's the craziest Scalia thing. When Scalia they, made died. The, they made the same argument the opposite way for Scalia. And it was like <laughs> elections come oh well, we're not gonna wait for the transition. We need to a point per the constitution. We and the, there's Obama on tape saying this. There's Pelosi on tape saying this. We need to appoint uh, and confirm a Supreme Court justice. Yeah. And they're right. They're absolutely right. They. Yeah. Oh. I w- I wouldn't have argued that they needed to wait until Trump was in office in order for that to happen because per the Constitution, that's the way it works. That's it. So now, the liberals want. Trump to wait because they say it's unprofessional, unconstitutional when they're literally on tape. You can find all of this. They're on tape. They're in print saying all of this. Then they want to add another Supreme Court justice because they're like, it's unfair because we need to have nine so we can have a tie breaking vote. That's what the Ninth Circuit is for. Yeah. That's why the Supreme Court will say, now nah, you guys handle this. We can't figure it out. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, well, and in Ruth, and by the way, Ruth Bader Ginsburg said the exact same thing in 2016 when Scalia yeah. died. Uh, first of all, Scalia was fucking assassinated for sure. We can have an episode about that. But I remember Alex Jones did a whole thing about it when Scalia died. 
that like some black ops team went in there and took him out, smothered him with the pillow and all this shit. Um, but Ruth Bader Ginsburg said about Barack Obama not appointing somebody until the very last year of his term. She said that you should remind him that a president serves for four years and not three. Yeah. And, so they, and they don't get to take the last hundred days off. Yeah, exactly. So it, it, here's the thing is that everybody's upset because Trump more than likely will nominate a Supreme Court justice um, who is a constitutionalist. Um, say what you will about Brent Kavanaugh. But like that whole scandal that came about with him, you know, raping some doctor back in the mid 70s or whatever and i mean if you've seen pictures of her from then she mm, does she she doesn't even remember so well and and here's what's interesting about that where's where is she now she's nowhere to be found she got she got the money that they paid her and that was it dude and but i don't know if you saw that they brought him through the mud for nothing terrible terrible i'm not the biggest fan of the guy in general um, but no, he is a constitutionalist. Right. But the shit that they put that dude through and his family, terrible, dude. Yeah. All in the name of politics. And they didn't have the greater the 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 country's greater good in mind. No, it was just because everything they do is just to get back at Trump. And that's that's what blows my mind about all of this is like, dude, we know you don't like him. There are plenty of people that from either side that don't like the current president, no matter what administration it is. Yeah. But the idea is to fucking work together and get things done. But you literally have like Nancy Pelosi stomping her feet, crossing her arms. I'm not going to do it. I don't want to. And it's like, dude, get to fucking work. We we are paying you to look out for us. And you're doing the complete opposite. It's like the kid throwing a tantrum in the corner. Yeah. Dropped her sucker and it's broken. And I'm not going to put up with this. Not going to. Yeah. Well, you're going to get my foot in your ass if you don't get in the car. I'm not going to wear your fucking mask, Nancy. Yeah. yeah. Suck it, Nancy. Oh, Nancy doesn't want to wear a mask either, apparently. But it was a setup. It was a setup. I got duped again. Yeah. So, but I don't know if you saw Ruth Ruth Bader Ginsburg's dying wish was that Trump doesn't fill my seat when I die. She died. And I was like, no, wait I swear to God, there's an article out that says that. And I go, no, 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 there wasn't. She wasn't. She wouldn't have said that. Yeah. She wouldn't have said that. She's not a dumb woman at all. No. And she was intelligent enough to know that Barack Obama should have appointed a Supreme Court justice. She's intelligent enough to know that constitutionally, the president current has to appoint a Supreme Court justice. So... Anybody that's saying, oh, well, Trump's not going to respect a dying woman's last wish. No. Uh, no, no, it's his job. Dude, he's doing his fake. job. St- fake, first of all, yeah, and second of all, he's the president of the United States, so he's got to do his job. Yeah, dude, they I, will. Go, they will come up with the dumbest shit I've ever heard of in my life. Imagine if she would have been like, "I want Trump to not fill my seat," and by the way, nine eleven wasn't it? <sighs> They're like, "What was oh, it?" What, I don't know. What? She also said 9-11 was a what? <laughs> fucking, what was that? But and so now you got AOC, you have all these blue check assholes saying, we're going to burn it down. Yeah. We're going to riot. There needs to be a revolution if he tries to fill her seat. 
And it's like, dude, first of all, everything you're saying right now is is should be considered a threat. Yeah, to the government as a whole, not just to President Trump, but uh, at what to point the do you what, what point do you just denounce it as treason? And be well, like, that's the thing, right? So, kinda- so AG Barr had said what we need to start doing, and I'm calling on all of you, uh, state and city uh, district attorneys, and state attorneys, when we arrest these people for rioting and looting, we need to charge them with sedition. Yeah, absolutely. You should. So when someone is inciting violence the way these people are online, because if if now correct me if I'm wrong, but if I get on here and I say uh, just for shits and giggles, whoever whoever loses tonight's basketball game, I'm going to go find all their fans and I'm fucking blowing them away. Right. Yeah. That's a criminal threat and I can be held accountable for it, right? Absolutely. So now if I go online and I'm saying we need to burn the whole fucking thing to the ground if Trump decides to fill his seat, we need to take to the streets and we need to fucking revolutionize and we need to – like at a certain point, shouldn't they be able to just start kicking doors down? Yeah, there's a fine line that with that, right? Because do you want you know people just coming to your door and kicking it down if someone fucking swatted you or did something stupid and, and you and you got tied into it somehow? You know, I think they need to use discretion. But here's the thing: these fucking people. It's not like it's the first time that they're saying it, exactly. and they do it over and over and over again. And then they go out to the streets and start burning and start shit down. doing it. So that's so that's that's kind of what I was getting at, right? So I, mean, I think that the, you get them not maybe kicking in the door. But in the least making contact, hey, I think. It, I think. But even even out. if they got a phone call that said, "Hey, man, we saw the shit you're putting out on Twitter. You you really you know you that you it. have millions of followers, yeah. and that some of these people are probably going to take the streets. So you need to check that shit. And if anything does happen, we're coming back to talk to you. Yeah, yeah, you know I think I mean? so. I think that that'd be fucking sweet. <laughs> Give me the I phone list. I mean, I'll make the phone calls. There we go. Right. I wanted to. Um... You guys, so you guys have have read this article because I, I I did send it to you, yeah. Um, but I want to read it on air and get, and let me let me pull it up real quick uh, on screen. So is when this the one video you sent the other, is the other day? Is this the dog one? Yeah, it's the dog one. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> uh, Chris brought his racist ass puppy to the house today, and I was shocked. <laughs> let me tell you, <laughs> no, no, no. But the puppy's not racist. I'm a racist because I have yeah. a puppy. Yeah. <laughs> I was. I, like, okay. oh, I looked at him right in his face. Nah. And I said, "Of course you did." <laughs> Let's see. It's so the article is. Let me see. Oh, there it is. Top article, baby. When you type in the headline, okay, I'm going to read this. For, when you search for a white right racist now, for dog the owners, listeners, it's the first one that pops up. <laughs> well, I typed in the title of the article. Okay, so uh, this article is from UnitedWildlifeUnion.com. Uh, the it. title of the article, written, written, yeah, exactly, written by Cade, uh, is course, why <laughs> Cade or Corey? Um, it says why. This is the title of the article: Why white people owning dogs is racist. <laughs> yeah. By the way. So this was written August 1st, 2020. In the picture of the article here, I'm, I'm kind of scrolling over it so the people listen, uh, watching the video can see it. Um, it's like a Labrador in a smoke show. It's like with the dog, some hot chick. And it says the, the title or the, like the, the subcaption under the photo is attractive young woman with Labrador outdoors. <laughs> okay. I She's not like that. Grand Dragon's granddaughter or anything no. like that. 
I don't know. <laughs> Apparently, she's a racist. Okay. So the article is not very long, so I'll just read it for you guys here. So way back in time, almost 12,500 years ago, the first canines were – how do you know that? You don't know that. Uh, were becoming domesticated. Through toil and hardship, people had earned the trust of our new beloved best friends. The symbiotic relationship between dog and women was very groundbreaking as humans had never been this close to an animal before. Humans would provide shelter and care for the dogs, and in turn, the dogs would hunt and fetch firewood for humans. The reason I am detailing this history for you is so everyone understands the importance of the events that took place all these years ago, although you can't fucking verify this. Uh, According to bioarchaeologist Greg Larson, the domestication of dogs started in two places, eastern and western Eurasia. Mm-hmm. The Eurasian, Eurasian people worked nonstop to gain and maintain the trust of these gorgeous creatures, but it was all stolen from them. Those bastards. <laughs> the greedy actions of white people stain the history books forever. By the way, the guy that's writing this article, he's white. Yep. How dare white people like dogs? Bastards. Makes so, me sick. Um, here we go. What actually happened? So surely after <laughs> the Eurasian, I don't. That's not a people. Eurasian. 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 They're just Eurasian. You're thinking like like you live on the border, Western Western like Russia, basically like Mongolia into China. Yeah. So Asian. Yeah. yeah. Europe, the European portion of. China and then China. Okay, well, I, have to, <laughs> I have to keep drinking um, for this one. So shortly after the Eurasian people worked so hard to train with bond and train and bond with wolves, most of them were shipped off and given to Europeans. Okay, wolf, not a dog. These, oh my god, I didn't read this part. These filthy white savages. <laughs> <laughs> this is not from the Onion. Or or from or from the uh, Babylon Bee. This is a real person writing this. <laughs> These filthy white savages took the working credit from the Eurasian people and branded these magnificent creatures as their own. The need for white people to claim pre-made and pre-discovered things is not isolated to just this incident. Countless times in history, whites have caught stealing the work of talented, uh, the work and talent of POC for their own success. People POC, of color. People of color. Yeah. Thank you, boy. I'm a, I'm a POC. POC. Thanks, buddy. Uh, honestly speaking, I don't know yep. how you even put that in your article. We shouldn't be surprised that white people would steal the domestication of dogs as well. Based on historical knowledge, this behavior will not slow down with the white community. So how does this affect us right now? And this is the end of the article here. Thank God. Uh, if you are white and you own a dog, you are openly participating and advocating for cultural appropriation and colonialism. Reinforcing this culture is not, all caps, acceptable and will come with repercussions. Sounds like a fucking fight, homie. That sounds like a Oh, my God. So how many like fucking it- cats does this guy have, first of all? <laughs> what do they say about cat owners, you prick? Dude, okay, so this guy is convinced that dogs only existed in Eurasia, which blows my fucking mind, right? Because no canines ever existed on the Western continents. Is that what they're saying? Yeah. Because you know damn sure that fucking Native Americans had plenty of fucking wolf friends, yeah. right? Um, it's and and same same goes in Africa, well, right? He's acting like the white people are going around openly Stealing. saying that we domesticated all dogs. Yeah, when's the and, last time? And I don't think I've heard anyone ever say that. All uh, I've no. said, hey, have you checked out this cool dog? And I'm like, yeah, it's fucking great yeah, dog. you racist. 
Yeah, well, let's go burn crosses together. All right. <laughs> that's, that's, that blows my mind. You're not done? There's more? Uh, three little paragraphs here. So dogs are always, dogs are and always will be living, the living reminder of how tainted our history is as a whole. POC deserve to exclusively own dogs as a form of restitution from their stolen ancestors' work. Supporting the idea of white dog ownership is spitting on the grave of past POC generations. And with the International Dog Day coming up, it is important we remember and advocate for the work of POC and never let this unbalanced history be forgotten. If you are white and own a canine, please consider donating them to a local POC family or a non-kill shelter so it can truly find the perfect home. Give me all your dogs. Because I'm not able to give a perfect no, home dude, to my dog. You my, stole, my puppy. It's not about that. My puppy loves my It's family. not about that, colonizer. Hey. <laughs> it's about you stealing dog ownership. I, think I'm gonna get coloni- I don't think I'm going to get colonizer tattooed somewhere. I'm going to get oh, right Col- colonizer down my arm. I'm going to just get colon and that's it. Col- colon. <laughs> okay. <laughs> check it out. This shit I've ever heard in my life. Article. <laughs> so check it out. There's a little bit about the author right here. That was so my favorite part. Name, what, what? His name is Cade, and it's spelled C A Y D E, and then it's it's Cade negative six. I don't know what that means. Is maybe that's his handle or something like that. But it says Cade is a father of two and a lifelong oh, conser- conservationist. Hmm. When not committing time to a local zoo, Cade spends his time creating and disseminating educational materials for local schools that help kids understand oh, why protecting no. animals... Well, okay. For local schools, helping kids understand why protecting animals and LGBTQIA plus rights is so important. Those First of all, two how, how many goddamn letters do they have now? They keep adding them, dude. People. It's going to get too far along, and I'm not going to be able to remember any of them. Yeah, somebody needs to take this dude's kids away from them. That's terrible. Shouldn't be allowing. Him He's to never going to ever disseminate any fucking information to any of my kids. Just so no. you know. Well, and and here's the thing, dude. So I mean, you guys know. Um, my wife and I got our dog that we have now from um, a clan rally. A clan rally. We went. We said, "Excuse me, Grandmaster. I know we're new here. Um, I'm looking for a canine. Looking for a canine. I know that you have plenty of them based on our history. I'm a white colonizer. Can I please have your most racist dog? I like a dog that will specifically growl at only colored people. I want a dog that was of from a home of POC. Yeah." And then I want to take it and retrain it. Yeah. Can you guys specifically just go to a random person of color's house, steal their dog and give it to me? Because that's how I roll. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard of, dude. So this guy, this guy could be sitting at a dog park and just look at like some old white lady with her tiny little Maltese, right? Set the dog down in the small portion of the dog park, right? You know, usually it's separated. And he just looks at her and goes, that fucking racist. <laughs> and so he developed all this in his own mind. So, do, do you think that after he wrote that, he was just like, yep, that's my life's work right I there. I, 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 just, just, I got the white people on their toes now. <laughs> so, okay. I'll tell you this real quick before I tell you more about the author, because he has two other articles and I won't read them. I'll just give you the headlines. So, you guys know that we got our dog from. Uh, it wasn't a shelter, 
but our dog was um, actually being taken care of by a vet's office. So her form, her form, her former owner that had her, and she had a couple, I guess, just took her to the vet and then never came back for her. He's like, yeah, I don't want her anymore. That's fine. Uh, it's fucking terrible. Like that's like a heartbreaking story. Um, and dogs have like a soft spot for me, but only if they're big dogs, like little dogs. Eh, I don't care. Um, <laughs> But we took her in, and she's amazing, dude. She, we have no issues with her. She's housebroken. Um, I think she's starting to figure out now that Nicole's pregnant. Yeah, that's um, always a fun time. Spending like a lot of time around the belly. Curiosity peak and stuff. Yeah. That's cool. And I tell you, so um, when my wife's uh, car, her alternator went out, so Friday night, she took me to work, and then the coworker of mine dropped me off at you know 2.30 in the morning, 3 o'clock in the morning. And I told Nicole, I called her, I said, hey, unlock the door. And our dog was sleeping in the room with her. And so I come through the door and the dog bolts up and runs to the door. And the meanest bark came out of her mouth. And because she's a bulldog, like uh, you guys have seen her, but you haven't seen her. Yeah. Up close. Like she's got like chest muscles and like back muscles. And she was like squared up. She was squared up to the door and she was like growling. I was like, oh, fuck, it's me. It's me. It's me. It's me. It's dad. It's dad. It's dad. It's dad. But I'm, th- I'm thinking like, first of all, whoever that guy that gave her up, fuck you. You're an asshole and a piece of shit because she's amazing. And second of all, um, it gave me an even more sense of like relief to know that that dog is in my house when I'm not here, you know, protecting mom yeah. and the baby that I think she's aware of now. Yeah, if I was coming through the door, baby boy, baby boy, bring boy it I did it right. <laughs> yeah, you got to aim left, bud. Hey, I told hey. you. Hey, you. Ain't, I I got three boys. I told you. I yeah, told you yeah. all the techniques. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that at the end of the episode because I'm really better <laughs> about it. Yeah, but it gave me a sense of security to know that, like, when I walked through the door, I was intimidated by my own dog until she realized it was me. She chilled out, but that is um, good. For you. It was a good feeling to know that, like, she was capable of that, you know? Yeah. Um, But here's the other two articles that this guy wrote. So that article got 900 likes on, I don't know, either this this website or he linked it through something that got all these (laughs) likes. So the other two articles that he wrote, one was about Donald Trump. And it says, how the insecure U.S. president is using his power to destroy animals. (laughs) <laughs> don't know what that's about this might be my favorite one um let me pull let me pull this i'll read you the headline and i'll read you the first paragraph because this is phenomenal um that we that somebody's actually paying this gentleman money to write these articles as a as a, as a air quotes journalist yeah as a so this was professional writer professional yeah this was written uh august 12th so he's i mean he's hot on the keyboard recently. Yeah, he's uh, cranking him out. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm going to read you the article. If you guys can not laugh, I will give you I'll send you $5 right now. Hold on. Hold okay. on. I'm look, look look in the camera. Right, watch. Let's do this. All right. Here we go. <laughs> All right. Oh, I didn't count because you're it's you're no, going crazy. Yeah, that was my fault. You're, okay. you're gonna make me laugh by laughing. No, you so can't our, laugh. Our, be serious. Our, our video list or video watchers of the, uh, can see this, so <laughs> damn it. Okay. 
The article <laughs> is titled How Seahorses Are Breaking Gender Stereotypes. Shut up. Oh my god. I dude. think I won. I don't think I, don't I, think I smiled. I, I was dying on, I, I was shaking on the inside. I was shaking no, on the inside. Man, come on. I you know what? I was I had an idea in my head that it was gonna be something along those lines, but when you read it out loud it made it even worse sounding like the the training I have to keep myself professional at all times. Okay. Plus, hold on. God. Yeah. Say that again, son. Go ahead, say it one more time. <laughs> How seahorses are breaking gender stereotypes. Jesus Christ. Let me, because I'll owe you five bucks. That was pretty okay. good. Let me read you the, the first paragraph. So, our, our uh, video, um, everybody watching the video can see it. So, <laughs> from mammoth ocean beasts that dwell just below the surface of, can't say that word, that graze flora upon the <laughs> seabed, the ocean is full of diverse species of all shapes and sizes, and each creature plays a huge role in this ocean's ecosystem. Hey, I fucking agree with that. Okay. Yeah, right on. But today, oh, I'm here to share with you the most impactful creature of them all, the seahorse. Mm. While not big in size, the fish moves at ground-shattering momentum that we can transfer to above-world issues and inequalities. No. No, we can't. No, we can't. No. (laughs) Okay, I lost it there. I lost the five bucks back. (laughs) No one's ever been like, I'm going through some shit. You know what? Seahorses have it even worse. Let me fucking pull myself right up. Okay. God. The seahorse is a magnificent creature with an outstanding trait that reverses the standard, in quotations, rules above land. The male seahorse is the one to give birth. So what does this mean for society? The simple change in roles leaves bigotry in the dust. With animals like the seahorse, this should be like an infomercial. With animals like the seahorse advocating for transgender rights, the animal kingdom is making a statement on how society acts today. First of all, this guy's trying to tell us that like seahorses are like picketing. See, yeah, seahorses have their societal shit together more so than humans is what he's saying. Yeah. Now listen, it's extremely unique that because there's other fish, there's other fish in the sea, like clownfish. They're in charge of watching the eggs, babysitting. Right? Yeah. This isn't unique to the, to the seahorse. Uh, lion, lion, um, lionesses do the hunting. Yeah, it's you know it's you it's it's not unique, and so when they go into the whole trans thing, I I don't have a problem with someone that wants to I'm be trans. because I want to have it. I have an issue when people say men can menstruate. No, they can't. You have nope. to be a biological woman. That's just a fact. I'm not saying that it's not okay for you, woman, to be a man. I'm just saying that that's not how it works. I just I just love that little – it's not a – I mean, it's two sentences. It's a paragraph, I guess, because the way he has it broken up. But with animals like the seahorse – advocating for transgender rights. The yeah, animal they're, they're not. I, no, they're I, not. I didn't think that they could get out of the water to you come up see. and tell us and say, hey, we need to be, you guys need to be yeah, more like me. It was, uh, I got my shit figured I out. I could be a man. I could be a girl. I could give birth. Well, I think it was during last year's pride parade, the Grand Marshal was a seahorse. Oh, was it? Yeah. I and then that. that same seahorse went and spoke on the Senate floor for LGBT rights. And I... 
I'm pretty all well. for everybody having rights. I, I <laughs> could care rights, less. Whatever, but the, yeah. the seahorse isn't fucking breaking strides, dude. It's yeah. not unique in the animal kingdom, right? We know that penguins uh, can be involved in same-sex marriages. Cool. They also mate for life. Even fucking cooler. Like, yeah. Yeah. you know, but let's come on. Yeah, they, the starfish is not fucking groundbreaking for human <laughs> societies. Like we make internal combustion engines. The the fucking seahorse doesn't. So and it, and <laughs> if you were to take that seahorse out of the water and say, Hey, I like what you're doing with bigotry, and he's like, put me back in the fucking water yeah. before I die. I can't breathe, you asshole. Again, <laughs> this is almost as bad. You as, you can't you can't take apples. And oranges, and be like, "Hey, all the oranges really need to be." Unless that apple feels like an orange, you can't take (laughs) apples and fucking pine cones and compare them. But that pine cone might identify. First of all, I didn't hear you once. First of all, I didn't hear you once ask that apple what it identified as. Your wokeness is impressing me. God, I can't believe you guys. I I need to. And you're you're both dog owners. This is fucking great. I I really need to. I've got three dogs. I'm the biggest racist there is in this room. You're the grand dragon, bud. I've I've subjugated three three dogs that people Uh, of color should be having my dogs. How dare you? I do want to get 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 rid of one of or two of the dogs. Your daughter gets to pick which one you keep. I can only keep one. No, she gets to keep she one. She gets to keep one. You don't get to keep any. I First of all. Should I let her take care of them? Because I don't know how long <laughs> yeah. they're going to last. She's not going to pick up any shit. I pick up the, my kids and I pick up the shit. And I have to make sure that all my kids feed them. I don't think she'll remember. No offense. Yeah. This guy's never owned busy. a dog, has he? <laughs> it's a lot of work, dude. It's amazing that this dude's been laid. Um, I do want to give a a shout out to my buddy TJ. Uh, He's the one that posted this article on his Facebook page, and I saw it and I was like, oh my God, the world's going to know about it. Yep. Silly. Absolutely silly. um, Are are we, I just, I'm going to throw this out there, and I I made this has just been on my mind a little bit. I don't know. And boy, you could smack me if I'm out of line here. But is it me, or is the whole. Left, I'm just going to say it the left, the whole left side right now wants us to feel bad, wants me to feel bad for being white. Bad for being white. Absolutely. You're right. And I, you know, I grew up and I was blessed. I had a mom. My mom, I'm going to shout you out, mom. You'll never listen to this show. I know you won't, but uh, my mother was the best mother um, growing up. I packed my lunch every single day, made sure that, you know, we had dinner every night, did all of our laundry, took care of us, got me to every sport I ever wanted to play. Um, was amazing. She, you know, she's an amazing woman. And my dad worked his ass off, was in uh, the military, served his country for over 20 years, uh, did 20 plus years, uh, after the, um, uh, military, working with the military. I uh, just finally retired. He, uh, just a life of service to the, our country and, and his family providing for us. Um, that's why I'm blessed. And you got a super handsome twin brother. Uh, my brother's fucking good looking man. You think Chris is, is cute. Wait till you see Darren. Yeah, we'll get him he's on the show. He's a hot dude. <laughs> he's a hot dude. I, I was going to make the, the statement that this is as bad. If you guys remember back to one of our first episodes in season one, um, when that woman had wrote the article about having that little mermaid song removed oh, because yeah, yeah, yeah. kids oh, yeah. 
kiss uh, the girl. Oh yeah. Or because or maybe it's cold outside. Remember that too. Same yeah. thing. It's same same. it's it's cancel culture, but it's 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 almost but, as bad as that. But WAP is the number one song in the fucking world right now. How ironic! <laughs> How then, ironic! Because then you ask someone that, you go, "Listen, dude, you're canceling Christmas songs. You're canceling songs from fucking Disney cartoons, but that's the number one song." Like, well, that's empowering. Did you guys? Dude, I, I do. No. Guys, I don't know if you guys listen to. I'm gonna shout out Ben Shapiro's show, but he like read the lyrics to that. It's and I, filthy. Uh, dude, I, I heard it for the first time driving home on the regular radio. I didn't even have it on satellite radio. I would, and I was fucking blushing. Yeah, I was I, like, it's almost I, like oh listening. God. If you listen to it on regular radio, it's almost like listening to a DMX song. You know what I mean? Because yeah, yeah, yeah. you don't know what's what is actually being said necessarily. You, you can down and listen to because DMX songs are like because <laughs> 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 you can't you can't fucking say the lyrics yeah. right. Shout but, out to DMX. <laughs> um, I love the irony in that because here's two things that I'm waiting for. One, I'm waiting for Italians to be like, you can't use that name for the title of your song. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Am I wrong though? No, you're not. And, and I think I, I, that used to be the derogatory. Say, sure that was a derogatory term for it. an Italian people, right? Yeah. So, oh, that, oh I, I, now I, I, that that's say that is that okay? God to say? damn it! Here so, we go. Well, it depends. Are you talking about WAP Italians? Or are you talking about wet ass pussy? Because no, we're talking about no. I'm obviously I'm talking about uh, the the first, the latter. Okay. We're gonna say the wet part. Yeah. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for that to happen. And I'm also waiting for somebody to actually come out and be like, hey, apparently it wasn't that wet because she's filing for divorce right now. No. Then her guy no, cheat on her? Her husband's filing for divorce. Her, her husband's filing. He's filing for divorce. Yes. Apparently it wasn't that wet. There's on turn. Uh, I saw a meme and it was like offset said WAP stands for wrong ass person. Give me my <laughs> ring. This now, first of all, Cardi B, she wants to play like she's. I'm not the smartest person in the world, even when it comes to politics. Right. But she wants to, she's like, I feel like if I went back to school and did a couple of years that I could shake the table and maybe make some things change. Uh, just but a couple this though. Was, this was not like, right I, don't need to, I don't need a degree. Just give me a couple. Yeah. Just let me just school. Uh, just I, point me to school. <laughs> but then she, but then she, this was literally right after she said she had posted a tweet. I wonder what pee tastes like. And I'm like, no, you're not changing shit. Like, you're not intelligent enough. You're asking, I wonder what pee tastes like. And, and now you're like, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna help fucking change the course of this country. Absolutely not. And R. She, Kelly retweeted it. She gets, yeah, she gets into it <laughs> with Candace Owens. Oh, dude, like, damn, R.I.P. Cardi B. That's the wrong person. That's that girl's out of your league, Cardi. Sorry, she's, Candace, a, she's a smoke show too. Yeah, and she Candace knows is what smart. to fucking say. That's a smart woman. She, the, everything that comes out of her mouth is intelligent. Like when you listen to her, you get smarter. Dude, even if you don't understand the shit she's talking about, it's so logically sound, yeah. rational, that it rational thinking, sense. very rational. Yeah, thinking. absolutely. So she got uh, a big Twitter battle with her, didn't she? Yeah, and yeah. This, but then she called her out too because she's like, "This is the same chick that talked about how she used to drug her dates and rob them." Yeah. And and now you're talking about who's wrong and who's right? Like absolutely fucking not, dude. Yeah. Cancel Cardi B. Yeah, dirty ass looking. Yeah, that, there's the, 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 
I've never. That, go ahead. I, I, I was cutting you off there, buddy. No, I, I was just going to say that I've I've never not met a person that I wanted to punch more than I want to punch Cardi B. She's fucking silly. Someone, She's terrible. Uh, the the conservative twins. They, they Hodge twins. A, the Hodge twins. Shout out Hodge twins. Yeah, those guys are fucking great. If They're you watch, hilarious. you want to listen to some funny guys. Those guys are great. But uh, they they had a little spat with Cardi too, and um, you know. They they think they're smart, they're comedians, and they're funny, but they know their limitations. But they ripped Cardi apart, and you know they had a little message back and forth, and they're reading what she wrote, and you know Cardi's publicist wasn't quick enough to take down their stupid tweets or whatever, and they (laughs) got pictures of them, and they read them. First off, Cardi, when you have a conversation, make sure that you can actually complete complete a sentence if you're going to like start throwing people on the bus and giving yeah. the Hodge twin shit. Yeah. Uh, tough and, nowadays. Yeah. It's tough you, nowadays. Just, She's not made for that shit. They, they said you should stick to stripping and dancing and singing. Exactly. And, and that's because what that's what you're good at. And, yeah. and that's not a knock. You're an entertainer. That's you, yeah. That's you what are you're good, good at. at that's why people like you. Yeah. No one likes you because your political views. Yeah. Because the shit she says isn't unique anyways. It's the yeah. same shit people have been saying for the past four years. Yeah. Right? It's it's basically saying that they want hand you want they want hand, a handout. Yeah. You, let me have school for free. And, like that interview shit. with Biden, the, like one of the first things she yeah. said is, "I just give me my school for free. I want my yeah. school oh, for free." Oh my yeah. god! Thank you for reminding me, yeah. Biden. Oh. <laughs> Not Dude. to get off the topic. Oh, it's fine. But are you guys fans of Despacito? Because <laughs> I am a much bigger fan now. If you're not, you ain't Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> I cannot believe. I don't. Th- well, first of all, whoever he like ha- has helping him do his speeches or whatever, he definitely did not tell him they were. He was doing that. There's no way no, no, he no, told no, him no. he was I, doing. No, in complete honesty, I think someone did tell him to do it. Oh my god, dude! But here, it, real quick, my opinion on Joe Biden has changed so many times. I've always thought the guy was a terrible person, especially when it comes to his political policies. But now it's to the point where I just really honestly, and I'm not joking, I feel really sad for him. Like I honestly feel really, really bad because we see this guy, he clearly has early onset dementia or Alzheimer's or something, right? Yeah. And they keep pushing him out here and they keep fucking making him do this shit. So I, I honestly think that he was probably in a position where they said, Hey, this might be catchy. You should play some, maybe they didn't tell him to play that song specifically. Right. And, but he just looked for the number one Spanish song and that happened to pop up. Right. And hold on. Give me a sec. I got to pull it up here. Yeah. Let me find it. How do you spell Bieber? (laughs) Is it B E E? So he looks, he looks like something I'd like to smell. So the, so the thing that, that, that when it really hit me, that he's definitely going through some sort of cognitive decline was when he's on stage and he looks off to the side of the stage and he says, Hey, Hey, there's Jill. Jill is Joe's wife. I'm Joe. I'm Joe Biden. And you're my wife. And it's like, he's putting all of the pieces back together in his mind. And he realizes, Oh shit, that's my wife. I recognize her. And, and, and that's when I was like, motherfucker, like it's beyond him just being so, you know, they're, they're not, 
now it's not just Joe Biden being a, a dumb guy, right? Saying dumb oh. things. Hold it's on. It's Joe I Biden have... being completely if taken I, advantage of. If I have one thing to say, hold on. Give me a second here. Hold on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is a banger, dude. I, don't, I think I think my I younger know. son can sing that whole song. Yeah, yeah, and it's definitely not um, a political trail song. It talks right. about like I want to, and they do say something about like I can smell you come closer, something like, or I want to inhale you, or something <laughs> like that. Something along those lines. Joe does like to do that. He does. Well, and and if you guys. I remember that clip of Joe Biden talking about I remember when I was in, in little kids in the pool and I have really hairy legs and they like to rub my legs up and down Watch and, the then, hair. and then the little hair and they would rub my legs and then that's when I learned about cockroaches and I'm like what you just what? said that right you know you just said that out of, that came out of your mouth yeah and my question is for anybody that's actually out there supporting Joe Biden, I, I haven't really heard anyone's rebuttal to the things that he's done recently. You know what I mean? Like, the, the, why isn't somebody saying, hey, when Joe Biden went up on stage and said, if you don't vote for me, you ain't black. And then he went to a group of Latinos. There's like 12 of them there. Said during, and played Despacito. Heritage, during Latino Heritage Month. Yeah. And played Des, Despacito. That. What is what is your rebuttal to that? But most importantly, too, that they want to talk about how you know um, Trump's a racist, Trump's done all this, and they don't want to look at all the things that he has done positively for the minority communities. And then you have a guy that not only signed the the crime, um, <clears throat> uh, what's it called the crime, bill. crime the crime, crime act bill. or crime bill and uh, what ninety four whatever it was yeah. they put more minorities in jail than any other president has ever have. Called minorities super predators. Called to have minorities Second Amendment he rights taken away. He said that he didn't want his kids to go to a school. Told his children he didn't yeah. want them to go to school in an urban jungle. An urban jungle that was, you know, segregated. Yeah. Um, even before that, when he was running for presidency in what was it, eighty-seven or something like that, eighty-eight. Yeah. Back in the eighties, uh, this fucking guy is plagiarizing speeches left and right. That's one of the yeah. reasons he lost. The, this guy's yeah. biggest, uh, biggest accomplishment in his life is that Barack Obama gave him uh, the VP. And, and then the things he said about Barack Obama. Yeah. He said Barack Obama is the cleanest, uh, most straight and narrow. Uh, African-American, mainstream African-American um, that America has to offer and that it's really a, it's really a storybook uh, type thing. And I'm like, it's like, man, these, these colored people have really come a long way since I've Look at you, boy. You did good for yourself. And it's like, dude, you really just said that shit about a president of the United States? Your, your president that you're serving as vice president for? Well, so, and that's, that, that's the point I was trying to make is that like all this is out there, but nobody has like I haven't heard a rebuttal to it yet, and I don't mean like from there's, there's a, the right. I mean the left. Like, what does the left, left say? The left says Trump's bad. Vote Biden. Orange man bad. Orange man bad. Vote for anybody but Trump. And that's what they're saying. And that's dude. That's how that, AOC said, vote for Biden, even if you don't like him, because that's how bad they want Trump out of office. Now yeah. listen. 
I've, I've always said it, right? And we're, we're going to do a show later where we go over, shout out to Fernando for the suggestion. We're going to go over how our opinions, and I think honestly, mine has probably changed the most yeah. um, uh, since Trump became president. But not saying the guy's a fucking squeaky clean white hat, right? He's going to save we're everything. Not, we're we're but, not saying he's a nice guy. Exactly. But here's the, here's the thing about Donald Trump is that he said the things he was going to do, he's done, right? Um, he's done way far more for historical black colleges, for inner cities, for prison reform than any other president, including your black president, right? So w- I think the reason why the left gives Joe Biden a pass is because he was Obama's vice president. Yeah. And that is it. There's yeah. no other reason because well, there were times where even Obama was like, yeah, just, it's, that's Joe over there. Yep. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, in, in, I think the black community, and maybe I'm speaking at a turn, boy, but you might agree with me that even the black community gave a pass to Obama that essentially all they said was we just need a black president and everything will change for us. And then he didn't do anything for eight years. Honestly, because, because I vote, I voted for Obama and, and I, did honest, too. I did too. And, honestly, for the and to be his quite first term, honestly, I did to be quite honest. Yeah. For his first term, I did But to be quite honest, the biggest reason was because he was a smooth talker, right? He had a way of, and I'm thinking like, okay, he's going to use that smooth talking ability to get things to change the way. Cause remember that was his whole platform, hope and change, hope and change. And that's, that's what we were going to roll with. So I'm like, okay, cool. He's really going to be here to change things for minorities, to do amazing things for women's rights and this and that. And it, it never happened. Nothing ever transpired. The LGBT community was worse off. The inner cities were worse off. The the prison reform never came. Middle class was fucking he, basically he, demolished. He helped divide the country. He helped divide the country because yeah. it got to a certain point when all of these, when, when Black Lives Matter first popped up and Antifa first popped up, he never, ever once condemned either of those groups. He condemned officers from good he shoots. He condemned officers. And, yeah. and that started this whole role of def- defund the police and cops are bad and can't trust police officers, yeah. right? Even right. though you guys remember in Houston when cops were taking heavy gunfire from a fucking um, parking structure – and yeah, they I remember the video. Obama. Yeah, well, they well Obama spoke. I think it was that night or the night after, and he was just like, "Yeah, like that's too bad. Um, we got to stop the violence." And not one time was he like, "Hey, thanks to the men and women out there who were in harm's way and helped, you know, very." Thank you to- for the warriors that go running towards the gunshots, Nothing not running like away. Nothing. And you know, and he didn't lies at risk every day. The the Chris, I'd part, run with you, brother. I know you would. The worst part about it, I would too. I ain't no bitch. I know, boy. You know, pussy. The worst part about it was that the way he treated the soldiers, right? And I am sure I've already said this on the show, but even if you don't respect the war, you should respect the warrior. 100%. Because they're the ones that volunteered to put themselves in harm way. So you can sit at home and talk about how fucking, how seahorses are changing <laughs> things for the LGBT community. Like I might get a seahorse tattoo now. Well, dude, I spoke to, I spoke about this with a guy at work and it's, this is what it literally boils down to. Right. You know, even though you had a, a good childhood, your family was solid, right? Rock solid. I didn't have that same upbringing, but you, you know that that upbringing is not, 
something common to everybody. Mm-hmm. So you're able to recognize like, no, I did have it good. Yeah. But you also see the shit that people deal through, deal with every day. Yeah. So it puts you in a perspective. Your life is in perspective, right? Yeah. Some people's aren't. And that's, you know, that's why you have kids who can get behind the wheel, drunk drive, kill four people. And because their family is rich, they get off, right? Yeah. 100%. It's not, it's not, and it doesn't matter if it's a white kid or a black kid. It's not, this is a class issue. It always has been a class issue. Yeah. So my childhood was far different, but I also understand that that's not how every child grows up and it could be better. Right. So as long as you have the perspective, but for, for someone to say like all soldiers are bad, all cops are bad, but they're not willing to go. Like, if you think that's the case, then why don't you and all of your friends go enlist in the military or go down to the police department and fucking fill out an application so you can change things. And then you'll realize You'll realize very quickly that, that it's not as easy as you think it is. Who I, this was on? I don't know if this was on one of the social media pages or not, but oh, it was on my buddy's uh, Facebook page where they were talking about um, BLM and how not all BLM protesters are screaming for police to die or whatever. And um, I should I should and bring up the that's comments. A, that's a fair statement. It is because I don't think that's true. But the same people are saying in reverse that all cops are bad. Exactly. About the, like it was this is about the shooting of the LA sheriffs that were just sitting there unprovoked or whatever. Fucking terrible. And um, you know, they're saying that they both made it, right? So far. So far. They're they're still they're, in critical but stable. I'm gonna tell you something. That woman who gangster is fucked. She uh She's a babe too. Have you seen her picture? Woo, did yeah. you see the? Did you? Oh, it's not the. I don't think that. Oh, but did you? Did you see the the video? Yeah. Yeah. Of she not, get not out of the video. car. Yes. 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 That to get part. out of the car. Yes. Did you realize what she's doing, right? She got herself away from the fire. So, train. This is training. Got out of, of, of the danger the, the zone. The training that people think cops don't get. Yeah. Got away from the danger zone. She's took a position of cover. She's dealing with being shot in the face. Being shot multiple times, in her arms. she's got enough wherewithal to put a tourniquet on her partner, who's a trainee. Um, been shot in the head twice. Who got shot twice, and then yeah. and then like three or four times in his chest and arms, I think. She was able to get enough done to get them to stay in the fight and to win that fight by staying alive and not being easy to kill. And you know what? I, I've been, I've been busting my ass right recently working out yeah. and getting back into it. And I'm going to get back to the gym, to the jujitsu gym. I'm making myself, Tim Kennedy says, make yourself hard to kill. And I'm going to, I'm going to be tough to kill. I'm not going to lay down and I'm going I'm to fight like those, that, those two warriors and anyone that speaks down on them, anyone wishing them to die, you know, we go home at night, I take that uniform off and I go home to a wife and four kids uh, that I'm just trying to make get through the day. And I don't think the, everybody can realize like how hard of a job that I have uh, being an officer. And, you know, there's plenty of good officers out there that put their life on the line and uh, want to help you know, don't want to have bad things to happen to people. I'm never once in my life have ever suited up. And it's like, Oh, like LeBron James said, you know, talking about officers suiting up and, you know, it's just, I'm saying might be the day I go kill some, a black guy or, or whatever he said. It was some, some bullshit. Shit. 
you know, never once in my life have I ever, you know, I am never looking for trouble. I'm always ready for trouble. And I'm a reactor. Please react. I get a, a radio call. I answer that radio call and I go, I go towards the danger and I go, you know, sometimes we're out there chasing around, uh, making stops on, you know, whatever we're doing, you know, drug stops or speed stops, or whatever track violation we're enforcing, whatever we got going on, but we're not going out there to hurt people. And, no. and you people are, people are ignorant thinking the, those things. And we work our ass off, uh, to try to make it a, a home safe at night, you know, and with the training that we have, you know, don't defund us. Give us more training. Yeah, if you want to fund the better. police. How about yeah. that? Yeah. Fund the police. I want to say uh, also too, um, building on that, a quick shout out, man. So excited for this. Um, the bearded black cowboy that fucking oh, tagged yeah. us in his video, repping the gear and putting on a seminar for police and civilians to come get that training. Like if you yes. were a police officer, could I rely on a civilian to help me and and what that dude does in his gym like i i, gosh, I hope that at some point we could we're gonna take need a to trip do a, out there and we're gonna and, need and, to do a trip and do a vacation and do some absolutely. training i think that'd be great i think that we yeah. could all three of us do that and get some good to bring around bring the training. wives yep oh yeah 100 percent, dude find our new location for our new studio out right. in texas shit but but the shit that he does for for police officers and first responders is amazing, and yeah. you listen to him speak about it. He's very passionate. It's clear. Um, and the the fact of the matter is 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 training is everything. It doesn't matter if it's for police officers or civilians, right? If you're in a situation and you know that you're going to have to protect yourself or those around you, and you don't have the training, then you're probably not going to survive. Yeah. It, like I said, it doesn't matter if you're a police officer or not, but yeah. the fact that that woman who pretty much got her tongue blown off, shot through the jaw, jaw was shattered, was able to fucking get out and take care of her partner that way is fucking amazing. Yep. And I so heard, um, but then there's I people saying that they, that they believe that they deserved it. You know yeah. what I mean? Nobody deserved I, I, it. I heard uh, uh, 50 Cent. Gave her a shout out. She's like, hey, motherfucker, so what? I was saying, like, give a shout out. He didn't do that. No, I, made, I made that up. Pull out, pull out. Yeah. However, he talks. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but, yeah, yeah man, no, it's, that, was, it's, that was gangster. So there ain't shit, you know, they didn't deserve that. No. And, and, uh, the coward that shot him, there's a fucking special place for you. And, it's, and, no, and, and, it's and, reserved. It's reserved. And if yeah. and if LeBron James thinks he can do a fucking better job, then leave your mansion, okay? Yeah. And fix your fix your balding. Up. Leave yeah. your mansion. Yeah. Fix your you balding. Can't, you can't manage a hairline, so come on. <laughs> That's the real travesty. Hairlines hairlines matter. Um, <laughs> it's kind of real, man, because my cousin's a, a police officer in L.A. Um. And I know when, like, when everything really kicked off, like when it started, um, he was on riot duty, <clears throat> and he was like, you know, the first night was I, and I haven't talked to him, but just through the family, this is what we've been told that the first night was crazy. First night was crazy. It was rough. Um, then it kind of died down since then, and now it's like picking back up. And you know, these you had these two police officers that were. Just minding their own business. It's not like they had like a black dude in handcuffs up against the wall or on the ground with a knee in his neck, and this dude came over to like 
intervene and shot them. No, they're sitting in their squad car. And nothing from the left about how this should be denounced. Do you remember when that that um, crazy white dude shot up that Republican softball game? Yeah. Like a few was, years back. There was like half a headline about it. Yeah. Well, even and, and he was like a Bernie Sanders supporter. Yeah. At the very least, you had Bernie Sanders come out and be like, that guy doesn't represent me. This is yeah. that's not OK. Yeah. You know, I, I think Bernie Sanders is a cuck. <laughs> and he's that dude has a dollar amount. He talks about all these great things he wants to do, but he's he's bought and paid for. But at least he had enough guile to say, hey, that's not OK. That's not what this is about. You know what I mean? And then you have these two police officers shot and s- crickets, silence. But you want to talk about how Donald Trump's ignoring the fact that um, all these wildfires on the West Coast are from climate change. Let's talk about that real quick. Yeah, let's do that. Please, please. Yeah, because hold, hold on, guys. Um, Let me take a break. Let's take a quick, quick fiver. Um, Top off. The we'll come back and and, and talk and we'll, about we'll, that. Yeah, we'll wrap up with climate change uh, fakery, and then I want to get into the um, Wiener laptop and possible Wiener October laptop. Surprise. Oh, so. remind me. Okay, we're gonna talk about Wiener laptop October surprise, um, but also something else about the uh, the dude. A wiener, different wiener in California. The guy that wrote the bill. SB four one forty five. That wiener. That wiener. That wiener. That wiener. I didn't know that he was also the writer of the other bill that passed in California. We'll talk about that right after the break. We'll be brought to you by Podesta's Pizza and Hot Dogs. Late at night, hungry for some hot dogs and pizza? Part of the Obama administration? Then Podesta's Pizza has got you covered. If your budget is $60,000 or more, say no more. We have the little boy, I mean pizza and hot dogs covered. All major credit cards accepted and or taxpayer money. Preferably after hours and deliveries will only be accepted by former White House administrations, including but not limited to Barack Obama, Hillary Rodman Clinton, Bill Clinton, George Bush Sr., rest of Satan Loving Soul, George Bush Jr., Marina Abramovich, Jeffrey Epps, uh, you know what, never mind. And we're back. We're back from break. Um, boy, we wanted to get into climate change and how obviously that <laughs> yeah. is causing all the fires. Yeah. And, and, and this is, a, this sucks because me and Chris were talking about this before we started recording is uh, one of Joe Rogan's last shows. He, he was talking about how arsonists have been getting arrested in the Northwest in Washington state and in Oregon for setting fires. Right. Some of them may or may not be Antifa. That part is, I could say actually unconfirmed. Right. But either way, there are people that are lighting fires and getting arrested for it. So he mentions that. And a lot of them are leftists, right? Um, none of them have come out wearing a fucking Trump 2020 hat with a can of gas. So the biggest the biggest thing is, is Gavin Newsom in front of this decimated wood area. He talks about how with, um, well, he did that. But he also did that with um, come on and face Harris. Oh yeah, they were together yeah. in front of this person's home that burnt down, and the lady commented and said, "That's my home. We're not even allowed to go there." In my opinion, they're trespassing on my property. Yeah, it's fantastic. So they're like these wildfires, and it's like, okay, how many of them were started by 
accidental shit. The the one in Northern California was started by a gender reveal fucking like smoke bomb. It's funny because some of the articles will be like an incendiary device. <laughs> it was a fucking smoke bomb that someone threw in the tall brush and it caught on fire, right? Um, some of them are unattended campfires that weren't put out properly. Some of them are caused by people that work out in the, in the forest and in the wild areas where change drag or a tool hits a fucking rock or something sparks up yep. shit just happens, happens right but gavin newsom also defunded a lot of the um for the funding that would go to foresty in order to create fire breaks in order to make sure dry brush was cleared dude he's in order defunded to, everything yeah cal fires low on funds you know what i mean so those were some of the few things because california's broke as fuck that he was trying to save money on. So every year these fires get bigger, they get worse, and he blames climate control. So you see there's a pattern of him taking money from areas that he knows California is vulnerable to. And one of them is, is wildfires. We yeah. see it every single – they have – we don't have like hurricane season, right? We have fire season. Yeah. And – it's 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 just some shit you deal with if you're a Californian, but we've had to deal with it more often with bigger fires, faster moving mm-hmm. fires, because I think Gavin I'll, Newsom is taking money away from the resources that would help prevent most of them. You, you got to realize, too, that there's also um, federal funds that have been withheld from California For due to sanctuary status. Correct. And the best way to get funds poured into a state is declared uh, a state declared of emergency. state of emergency. Yep. So those funds get replenished. But um, so what I was saying about Joe Rogan, right, is that he had issued an apology on his social media accounts because he said that those reports were un- unfounded or he, he didn't know. He just heard and was repeating some shit. First of all, Joe Rogan shouldn't have apologize for that because those reports are true. I posted on our Instagram several different articles of people who got arrested for arson in those areas. Yeah. Um, and then uh, some of our followers were posting pictures of a guy who claimed that he had set fire to and was part of Antifa. Yep. Different areas and that he was the guys is and there's pictures and proof of this from Antifa's uh, Twitter accounts. They have taken responsibility for it. Yeah, there's, I was there's just going to say saying, this is where we're gathering up. One of them had posted before Twitter had taken it down that they were they wanted them to load up on water and gas and go in under the guise of taking aid to first responders. Here's water. Here's food. And then while you're there on the way out, because they'll let you in to drop supplies. On the way out, start another fire or or drop some fucking gas somewhere. You know what I mean? And then they cut all of that out. So I, I get it. He's he's got a uh, image to look after, right? But he wasn't a liar, so he shouldn't have apologized um, because people are starting fires, especially in or because here's the wild thing: you look at the the map of all the fires and they burn right up to the Canadian border. And this is something we talked about last week. They burn right up to the Canadian border and they stop there. Now climate change maybe doesn't have a passport. I don't know, but that's not how it works, right? That's not how it works. And then last year's wildfires, remember there was that hyperloop they wanted to build from California that runs down. Next thing we know, we're seeing photos and videos of like the burn areas and it's just like streets there's like melted fucking cars and this and that right and we were talking about direct energy weapons 
And people are like, you're crazy. That shit doesn't exist. Next thing you know, the Department of Defense comes out and says China and Russia have developed uh, advanced direct energy weapons and they've weaponized satellites and they've launched them into space and this is what they can do. Now, they're not saying that China and Russia have them and we don't have them. I'm convinced that we are probably one of the first. There's talks and talks about direct energy weapons forever ago, you could find all that shit on um, the Air Force's website and test videos of direct energy weapons. But that's what it looked like to me. The way that shit was perfectly burned out in certain paths, there's just homes are taken out. There's trees that are still there. Um, and I've never known a fire to burn a house and, and, and not burn a tree. Now fire does do weird things. Yeah, fire but, jumps and fire does all kinds of crazy shit. you're telling shit. me a fire went through five or six neighborhoods and didn't touch one single tree. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or well, supposedly, um, supposedly there's been video capturing of direct energy weapons. Yeah. They weren't necessarily looking, looking for it and they caught it with night vision mm-hmm. um, beams coming down from, you know, above the cloud horizon yeah. down yeah. and then striking a fire. I haven't seen it. We haven't seen it. If we do see it, we'll definitely post it. We, see, we saw a little bit of that in the Beirut video, and it's believed that that's what that was, right? It could so have you been. You see man. a little bit of a flash, and it's hard to say. Um, but the interesting, th- interesting thing is, is that these direct energy weapons are supposed to use some sort of microwave type technology, and they're showing playgrounds um, in certain areas that had caught fire with plastic equipment. And you figure even if the fires, because some of those buildings were extremely close to a playground, if it's surrounding a playground with plastic equipment, some of that stuff would be damaged, right? But microwave doesn't damage plastic. It's microwave safe. And that's the fucking, the, the structure's still standing there. Yeah. So, very yeah. interesting, man. Yeah, that's, it's, um, that's something to look at, look into. I, I feel like more is going to come about it. Um We'll get to it at the end of the episode because something that we were texting about the other night in our group chat, uh, I want to bring up. But um, Wiener's Laptop. Wiener's Laptop. Okay. So there's a book coming out called October Surprise. Everybody knows what October Surprise is, right? Yeah. (laughs) Everybody in this room. Yeah. October Surprise, if for anybody that doesn't know, is typically it takes place October during an election year that some sort of event or information will all of a sudden populate that'll help swing the vote one direction or the other whether it's manufactured or not most of the time it's manufactured so there's a new book coming out called october surprise Uh, let me get the whole title here the book is um it's called october surprise how the fbi tried to save itself and crash an election And there's some excerpts here, but basically it's an FBI sex crimes investigator helped trigger the October 2016 investigation into the Democratic presidential nominee Hillary Clinton's emails. So everybody that uh, you everybody's heard of Hillary Clinton's emails. The reason why that became such a big deal in 2016 was because um, Anthony Weiner had got busted for sexually explicit messages and photos that he was sending to underage girls, like 15, 16 year old girls. Oops. Yeah. So they locked him up. They took his laptop 
And on that laptop, the investigators found a bunch of fucking emails of Hillary Clinton's. The reason they were on there is because Anthony Weiner's wife at the time was Uma Aberdeen, who who happened to be Hillary Clinton's top aide. Um, and yeah, so there was also allegedly a file on his laptop called insurance policy, insurance, insurance, help me out guys. Insurance policy. policy. There we go. There we go. Um, and words used in a sentence and, uh, that folder contained a lot of the emails, um, to and from Hillary Clinton, as well as other people. What, right. We know that they existed because WikiLeaks actually got a bunch of them. Um, the Podesta emails, that's what they're called. There's, that's when Pizzagate started, um, lots of gross shit, right? So according to the book, John Robertson, the investigator, the special agent that was tasked in investigating, uh, former rep, Anthony Weiner, he was searching Weiner's laptop on a warrant to look for possible images of sex crimes involving children. He found hundreds of thousands of emails between Aberdeen and Clinton. Robinson reportedly did not hear anything from his supervisors when he flagged her emails in September. In September, he had a series of pinned interactions with supervisors and prosecutors leading up to October's investigation. And now the investigator says, the crickets I was hearing was really making me uncomfortable because something was going to come down. Robertson later told internal investigators during the book's accounts and that nobody reached out to me within like that night. I, I still to this day don't understand what the hell went wrong. Fearing prosecution and becoming dismayed with the FBI's response, Robertson emailed himself detailing the situation should someone come looking. The following week, an FBI director, James Comey, sent a letter to Congress saying that the Bureau of Investigation is investigating additional emails and appeared uh, that appeared relevant to the Clinton email case. The book was written um, and is set to be released on September 22nd. So there was other um, a different article. That one was from The Washington Post. There's a different article where he basically says that. They were supposed to begin that investigation into the emails in October 12th, I believe it was. Well, that didn't happen. They waited until the 24th. And then they said that the emails they did discover, they they claimed there was like 13,000 or something like that emails that they did discover. And all those emails um, didn't seem out of place at all. Well, that guy says that 13,000 emails was the complete incorrect number and that the FBI has over 20 times more than that amount of the emails and interactions between every, and we know, like I said, we know that's false because all those emails are not from, um, from, uh, the Hillary Clinton aide and Hillary Clinton. They were from, they were within a group of people, right? It was, it was a shared conversation they're having amongst right, a bunch of, of cc on there yeah so the we were talking about this earlier too right so this leads into the october surprise which could be triggered this year because not only did wiener have all of this stuff on his laptop that has finally been served up some people bitch and complain that well they haven't served hillary clinton with a warrant they haven't done this and that well trump's hands were tied until recently when the um southern district of new york the district attorney there 
fucking got told to fuck off, right? He was the one that was in charge of uh, overseeing Epstein's arrest and basically allowed him to kill himself, air quotes. And with toilet paper. Yeah. And then he was the one that had Anthony Weiner's laptop this entire time and nothing ever came of it. So when he left, the Trump administration and Department of Justice ended up taking over the content of, of that laptop. So he does have it. Justice is slow, but justice I do think is coming. On top of that, Ruth Bader Ginsburg dies, right? Um, we have the flight logs from Epstein's plane. Not necessarily just the Lolita Express, but other aircraft, right? That wasn't the only plane that he had. Um, and one of them happens to be, I believe, Justice Roberts. So Justice Roberts, who Lynn Wood, Lynn Wood is the attorney for the CNN kid and for Kyle Rettenhouse. Lynn Wood's been going hard on Roberts and he's been saying, listen, you motherfucker, we know you're corrupt. We know you're compromised. Why were you on those flight logs? What were you doing on Epstein's Island? Yeah. So oh, speaking of that, did you guys see the article that came out? Um, I want to say I saw it on Instagram, but somebody had, Oh Jesus, excuse me. Too much beer. Um, somebody had posted that, Fact checkers declared that the flight log that was released that showed Obama, Clinton, um, John Legend, and what's his wife's name? Chrissy Teigen. Chrissy Teigen. That those that the flight log is real, but those names were not on the flight log. And I'm like, you go fuck yourself, dude. So don't try to backtrack now. There's a reason Chrissy Teigen went back and deleted like 60,000 fucking tweets. Yeah. And, the, and there's and a that, reason for that. That's the thing because they don't fact check that, right? They'll wait for one tiny li- like if you say Chrissy Teigen deleted 61,000 emails, they'll fucking cover it with a fact check. The fucking page, and they'll say she actually some of this was not true. yeah some of, yeah some, some of, of this. this was not factual, and they'll say she actually deleted sixty thousand emails, and it's like oh dude okay go fuck yourself right well the, that's but, the fact checkers are ridiculous the fact checkers are stupid but uh so back to Justice Roberts right so if October comes we're already going through confirmation for the new um, Supreme Court justice right with Donald Trump and. Justice Roberts has to fucking step down or resign because he's under criminal investigation for child sex crimes or related to, right? That means there's another Supreme Court justice that gets appointed by Donald Trump. Yeah. So uh, that could be a big October surprise. You know what I mean? Um, Dude, that's wild. That is wild. Crazy. But but Nancy Pelosi's already said, I was just telling Chris this earlier, she was on some news fucking bullshit, and she said, we have a quiver full of arrows, and I'm not willing to disclose what those are right now, but this is not going to happen. He's not going to confirm another Supreme Court justice before the election. So I'm actually going to appoint two. They're going to try a coup. Fact for checkers sure. have determined that that's partially inaccurate because I'm going to confirm too. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They, it, they would absolutely start a coup. They're going to try for sure. But here's, here's a wild fucking part <laughs> about it, dude, is that the meltdown videos um, after <laughs> Ruth Bader Ginsburg passed away, 
have been the best part of all of this. Bring joy to my life. Bring joy to my life. Screaming, cry. This I one girl, she's seen him. Uh, so if you sign up for like Donald Trump's emails, right? He sends you. He'll, like, he'll send you to him. Yeah, but but it'll but it'll say like donate <laughs> now, like donate now, and we'll give you a free Trump hat, free camo, like limited edition camouflage Trump hat or shit like that, right? Like most most presidential campaigns, if you sign up for an email blast, that's what happens. Like, oh, we'll give you this pen that says Trump 2020 or whatever, right? So this girl is bawling, like hysterically bawling into her fucking webcam. She goes, I don't know if this is confirmed or not, but somebody just said that they received a, an email from Donald Trump. The title of the video, by the way, is Trump is starting the new Holocaust. And yeah. And so she's fucking bawling, crying. She's talking about oh, how that's that's not true. Yeah. That's not true at all. <laughs> a friend of hers, not true. And this is just how deranged a lot of these people are. Right. So this, she said a friend of hers had told her that someone got an email from Donald Trump's campaign and said that if they donated now, they would match it up to like 600 percent and you would get a limited edition, a limited edition camouflage Trump hat with gold stitching in it. And I'm like, Oh, well, okay. I don't understand what's so bad about that. Like usually when you, during presidential campaigns, they'll give you some short sort of swag with it. Right. Well, she says she's crying. She covers her mask and she's like, I don't know if anybody knows this or not, but, uh, the Jews had to wear gold stars when they were uh, captured and put into concentration camps. And this seems like the exact opposite in that uh, the end of the letter said, thank you, patriots, and you're our first line of defense against people that attack the president. And so what it sounds like is he's he's starting an army, a militia of these so-called patriots with gold writing on their hats so they can tell everyone apart and, and <laughs> coming for us. And I'm like, are you fucking no. serious? You want to have a real conversation about a gold star on an ID card? When we had Corey Ibe and Todd McGreevy on the show from Agenda31.org, and we had the discussion about um, two state governments and all the knowledge that they have, what you do notice, and this is, I think, a a deep state, not to go on a super different rabbit hole here, but on every the real IDs, they all have gold stars. And they, I think it was somebody on Sam Tripoli's show that had mentioned there was another group of people in history that had to be required to be, you know, to wear gold stars. Yeah. So to have gold stitching on a hat is a bit of a fucking stretch there. Stretch, dude. You dumb cunt. A lot of people that wear hats with fucking gold writing, yellow writing. I said it. It's a stretch. Okay. It's a bit of a stretch. So this is um, two points before we wrap up the show. Um, w- one about the wiener in California, and then <laughs> last point about um, something we had talked about the other night. So the wiener in California, and we talked about this on the last show, SB 145, <sighs> the bill that was signed in California that allows somebody to have sex with a minor as long as it's within 10 years of their age, they don't have to register as a sex offender, especially if it's your first offense. That one's on us. Don't worry about it. I don't know if you guys know this or not, but he also authored the bill in California that made it not a felony 
for that if you knowingly have AIDS and you transmit and, has, and you transmit it, you have sex with somebody, it's not a felony. What? He was the one that authored that bill, and I didn't know that till very recently. Yeah, I knew that. Oh my god! So, the, so if you don't know what we're talking about, so in California, it was before this bill that was uh, introduced. If you had AIDS, you have to tell somebody before you have sexual intercourse with them that you have AIDS, and I think that's a reasonable thing to do. Yeah. Right. I. I mean, even after the conversations that we've had on the show with Ryan Alexander about AIDS, yeah, that if you have AIDS, you have to tell somebody that you have it because it'll uh, essentially completely change their lives yeah. and potentially kill them. Yeah, he was the one that wrote the bill that is now enacted in California that you do not have to tell somebody that you have AIDS before having sex with them. So that decriminalizes the aspect of potentially transmitting a disease sexually that could kill somebody. He doctored that, and then he also came up with SB 145 that we talked about last last episode about having sex with a minor. You don't have to register. I didn't realize at the time when we had did it on the last show that that was the same guy. Because the 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 bill that he wrote about the AIDS was a, a while ago now. Yeah. Um. And I and I when we talked about SB one forty five on the last show, we had mentioned, hey, if you wanted to write this bill to accompany the rights to the homosexual community, which is what they're trying to dress it up as, we're perfectly fine with that. But you could have wrote the bill that way. And I don't see how not telling somebody that you have AIDS before you have sex with them, and then if they tr- if they test positive for AIDS afterwards, they can't sue you, and you couldn't be arrested for a felony. I don't see how that is inclusive for anybody. Yeah, the language in, in, they use. the language they right, like we had mentioned. There's a, there's a way to write that bill to make it inclusive. Like, do I think that if you have AIDS and you have sex with somebody, you should be a felon? No, of course not. I don't I mean, absolutely not. There's people that live with AIDS, you know? Um, but I think that there are people out there that will openly transmit the disease without telling anybody that should be held responsible for that. Yeah, it's pretty... And I didn't realize that that was the same dude. Same, same dude. Guy. What a fucking dildo. Yeah, speaking of dildos, I know you have 12 of them, sir, but come on. It just doesn't make any sense. Because uh, like you said, these don't sound inclusive to anybody but criminals. Um, and and why would you not tell someone that you have a sexually transmitted disease that could potentially end your life? Like, that just seems like the good thing to do if you're a fucking solid person. Yeah. Right. Hey, just a heads up, you know, I'm, I got I the got, HIV. I've got the HIV for the rest of my life. Heads and up. if you yeah. have unprotected sex, you can have the HIV for the rest hey, of your life. And uh, you well, watch out. You got that Magic Johnson. So, <laughs> keyword there, magic. Yeah. Uh, you remember when we had Ryan on the show and he was talking about there's a very, like, one of the first times we had had him on the show and he was just blowing our minds and he's like there's a very good possibility that if the four of us were to take a test right now we would probably all test positive for general herpes yeah but the reason that we don't have them is because we don't get treated for them and i mean yeah. this goes down a whole 
rabbit hole yeah. of you know uh, medical tyranny and all that, but I believe it because um, my wife and I are both HPV positive, mm-hmm. no issues, none yeah. whatsoever. When we found out vaccine. Fuck Garda! <laughs> do, you, do you imagine how many people got fucked up because of Gardasil? And I remember the Gardasil commercials, like when I was going through like middle school and high school, and they're like, "Get your Gardasil shot for HPV, protect your teen now." And there's kids like, eh, not food, <laughs> but that are that way now because of that vaccine. So when we found out that we were, you know, we we're pregnant, and they did, they did like a, a Pap smear for her. They're like the the nurse called her, and she was like, um. Hey, I just want to let you know the baby's fine. Everything's good. But um, you tested positive for HPV. And my wife's like, yeah, I know. (laughs) Oh, okay. Um, All right, cool. That's it. All right. Have a good day. Um, (laughs) But it's just, it's interesting because not to go down a a medical whole nother show that we've done before. I'm sure we'll do again. But um, I truly believe that if you take care of yourself and you eat right, and you're active, a lot of the things that we're told that we have won't affect us. Yeah. The same thing with AIDS. Now, I'm not trying to make a case for people that have AIDS that are knowingly giving it to people that if you just don't, just pretend you don't have AIDS and you don't have it, that's not what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, But along the lines of what one of our past guests had talked about, with you know um from queen yeah you know he freddie, had mentioned that freddie mercury he he was a good patient yeah he listened to his doctor and then and then he died and then he died you know so uh, i just thought it was i i wanted to bring some attention to the fact that the same dude that doctored sb145 was the same one that wrote the bill to decriminalize actively transmitting aids to somebody is no longer a felony. And I think that's just, that's so actively transmitting AIDS to somebody is no longer a felony. Um, knowingly having sexual relations with a minor, um, as long as they're within a 10 year age gap of the adult is no longer a felony and you don't have to register as a sex offender. That's what this guy's about. Yeah. Hide your wives, hide your kids, man. Now you don't have to hide your wives around that guy. He, he likes, he likes, We'd have yeah. to hide your skinny. Yeah, butt. we'd have to hide your husbands, hide your hide your sons. Dude, I'm a hot dude. <laughs> um, so let's end the show with this, and this is something that's kind of uh, interesting that I wanted. I wanted. Oops, I didn't mean that. I wanted to bring this up. Um, we had talked the other night in group text um, that Trump was nominated for a second Nobel Peace Prize, and then you have. Israel talking peace with um, Palestine. Palestine. What the fuck? And, and so, okay. So, okay. Okay. So, okay. 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 So, boy, I mean, you've, you've admitted before on the show, you're not a religious guy, but you're not anti-religion. Right. And when I read that text from you the other night, I was a little bit emotional, a little bit. Uh, also, we were setting up for the gender reveal, so I was like, 
but I got shit to do. So, um, <laughs> well, because I, I, I wanted to get your take on it. So I was talking to my wife about that that night, right? And I had talked to some coworkers about it too, and we were talking about, you know, the different books of the Bible and how they foretell certain things happening. And one of my biggest arguments, and I'm I'm pretty sure I've said this to you guys multiple times when we get into religion, is that the things that have happened in the Bible, even as far as miracles, we don't see that shit happen all the time. And now I said, one of my main things is I want to see it. I want to be able to witness things like that taking place to help strengthen a faith like that. Right. So the more that I started to see the peace talks go down, especially when they said that Palestine and Israel were going to get ready to fucking hash it out. Now this is, this is a, an area of the world that has been nothing but fucking blood. Right. And fighting for over three thousand years over a tiny strip of land. Um, yeah, they, they make Bloods and Crips look like like child's play. Yeah, dude, it's outrageous. And the and the biggest part about that is even before, you know, I kind of had this re- revelation or whatever. Uh, even speaking before, of, yeah, yeah, speaking of, <laughs> uh, but even before that, it was like okay, regardless of regardless of what those two certain types of people believe whatever they're fighting over there has to be something there right i've always thought that like what the fuck are they really fighting over what's under jerusalem what you know what i mean like there's a lot of things then i had sent you guys the article uh prior to that about them finding the temple of david right and how it looked like the temple of david was basically dismantled and buried, but they're finding the capitals of the columns completely fucking whole. Right. And they were saying originally that the temple of David didn't exist or that it got obliterated by war. Well, neither one of those assumptions were completely true. The archeologists who found them believe that the temple of David was actually dismantled and hidden away for someone to find at a later date to prove something. Yeah. Well, they found it and they proved it, right? So we know that that existed. And we know that there are, you know, biblical bloodlines. There has to still be people from the Bible that have living ancestors to this day. We There has to be. Yeah, we I'm know sure that, my wife's one of them. Yeah, we, but we know that Jesus had children, right? We know that there's more family. We also know Jesus had brothers and sisters. We know that there's more to those families than anything, right? And we always talk about bloodlines. We talk about the Rothschilds and all that shit, right? But when it comes down to the shit that's happening, because I told my wife, it came up across my newsfeed and I said, holy shit. And she said, what? And I said, Palestine and Israel are going into peace talks right now. And I said, the reason that that should be a, 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 big sign that something positive is happening is because of the deals that the United Arab Emirates have with Israel. They, they decided to open up travel from Israel to the United Arab Emirates. They've told all of their hotels and resorts in the United Arab Emirates to start offering and serving kosher meals. That's fucking huge. Damn. So if, if it big was just Jewish thing. Line, yeah. you don't know what kosher, a big Jewish thing. So if it, if it had just if it was just something where they're like, oh, 
they're going to try and hash it out and none of this other shit had taken place, I'd be like, oh, here we go again. But the fact that they're called the Abraham Accords, right? Bud. Bud. So that was already like, well, that's kind of fucking weird. And then the next thing you know, they say that Palestine and Israel are going to fucking look to come to an accord and sign these deals together. And I told my wife and she goes, she like steps back and she's like, that was prophesied in the Bible. And I said, yeah, I know. Uh, like, I don't know into detail. You couldn't quiz me on any of this shit, but I know that that was prophesized and, uh, and all the above. So I go, I go, this shit is kind of giving me goosebumps. And I said, you know me, I'm not a super religious person, but I really don't have a choice Within myself, anybody out there can still believe or disbelieve or whatever. I don't have a problem with that. But it's to the point now where all signs are pointing to what we've been told in the Bible, right? Now, I'm not saying that I still get along with every single story in the Bible, um, but it's my faith in the Bible has, has grown over the past month. in the very least. And I don't know if it's because of all of the things that are going on around us, or if it's because these major things that are happening in the Middle East that have been foretold to happen in the Bible are happening now. You know what I mean? Right. Um, Um, It's it's just really, it's a, it's a super strange time. And it, but I feel like I'm not the only one that that's happened to. Oh, by no means. No. And um, I don't want to talk about it on this episode. Um, and Chris, we'll get your take on this. Um, but I think it's also important to have a discussion about whether or not you are pre-trib or post-trib. Now, I've debated this with uh, quite a few people in the <coughs> church that we're in now or churches past. And it's something that you could have a debate about, but it doesn't change. It really doesn't change anything. So what I mean by pre-trib or post-trib. So in the Bible, they describe a tribulation. Seven years, three and a half years of peace and three and a half years of war, famine, destruction. At the end of the tribulation, uh, the world is destroyed. Uh, There's a great war between heaven and hell. God wins at the end of that. Shocker. Um, (laughs) Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Oops, sorry. Uh, (laughs) Then there's a new earth that's created. Uh, Everyone goes to heaven. All the great, great stuff. So many preachers now speak about the fact that Christians, believers, will not be here during the tribulation. Uh, There's an event called the rapture that takes place. Um, now from the years of my research and doing the show, I have never believed in the tribulation, uh, or I'm sorry, I've never believed in the rapture. The rapture is not in the Bible. There is no word rapture found in any Bible. And revelation specifically talks about uh, a great falling away of the church during the end times. And I'm thinking, well, what would cause, uh, a disconnect between God and the people in the church. 
and I came up with a, a, a theory. Again, I'm not, you know, this is not the hill I'm going to die on, but a theory that what if we were told, what if we were all told that this great tribulation was going to happen, um, where there's famine and war and destruction and Christians will be hunted and beheaded and all this crazy stuff, right? What if we were told that we weren't going to be here for that? And then we were. And I I decided that I believe that we've been lied to, and not necessarily on purpose, because I think a lot of uh, New Age pastors um, are just kind of regurgitating what they've been taught. And it's a hopeful message, right? You don't want to be told that as a believer, you're going to have to go through three and a half years of famine, war, and people hunting you. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's what I believe. And, and you could debate this all day in the f- until you're blue in the face, and it wouldn't change anything about, hey, either you're right or I'm right. At the end of the day, this is what happens if that's what we believe, and it doesn't change anything. Yeah. But if you're post-trib, which is what I am, um, I'm more keen to being prepared to be here. Yeah. To, you know, live as long as we can and and, and fight to the very end. But um, I don't want to talk too much about it on this show. But Chris, um, since you've been quiet for the last uh, 25 minutes or so, um, when you got that message from Boy, like, what were you thinking I was yourself. I was excited. I mean, I I always like I like Boy being open and honest about it, his his faith and where he's at with things, and you know to hear him open up a little bit more and be more open to something like that is is a good thing. You know, I've heard people that I I respect and you know, and Sam says it all the time. He goes after all this, you it turns into a spiritual search. You're looking yeah. for something spiritually for yourself after going all these down these dark holes. And you know, my faith, <clears throat> I'm someone that is um, actively in recovery. And I went down a dark path and I stopped talking to God for a long time and I didn't have from, a, from like, meth and sex. <laughs> <laughs> You're addicted to meth and sex. Don't, don't put out rumors out there. <laughs> it's, it's alcohol. Lots of midgets. Not, lots of alcohol. <laughs> yeah, lots of alcohol. No midgets. Um, Some midget named alcohol. But, you know, <laughs> when I rediscovered my, when I rediscovered my faith and, you know, started talking to God again, you know, when you put, faith into the the living bible um and what it says and being that it's his living word you know and there's truth to it and there's just that's truth there's this truth and you know if we can see things like this being fulfilled and it brings more believers you know finding that the tomb of david if israel makes this peace last with the the rest of the middle east if uh you know there's not so much tribulation in the world. I'm okay with that. And I was yeah. like, I, said, I was, I was excited for boy to, you know, show some fire in, in that direction. So, yeah, absolutely. And, and uh, I'll end with this so we can end the show. Cause we're at fucking two hours now. Holy hell. Um, <laughs> holy hell. <laughs> there it is. Um, not only have they found the temple of David, but they've also found Noah's Ark. Uh, and I'll send you the video, uh, personally of them finding the Ark of the Covenant. Now you can decipher those as to whatever you believe it to be. 
I know for a fact they found Noah's Ark. They found it in Turkey. Um, it's really interesting to do. Um, but I don't know if I had mentioned to you guys, I don't know if I had mentioned this on air before, but um, when we had moved out here and we found a church that we were going to, we found a, a fantastic couple. They really just kind of brought us in, uh, made us feel like we were at home. Uh, Sam and Jess. And um, like two weeks ago, we had found out that Sam um, had an asthma attack, sent him into cardiac arrest, um, and he was brain dead for about a week before they unplugged him. And his wife had made the decision to make him uh, a universal donor. Mm -hmm. Uh, which is great. It was fantastic. Uh, they actually are from originally from California, moved to Kansas, and then moved back to California to be with family prior to all this happening. Um, and it was a bit of a shock for us, as you can imagine. But they had vi- invited us one night, I remember, over to their house. We were uh, playing some board games. So we get fucking down the board games. Brian loves to lose at board games. <laughs> well, you know. Sometimes I tie. Sometimes I tie. Fifty-fifty. <laughs> yeah, mom. Yeah, fifty-fifty with it. Um, and we had a. Now, mind you, these they're very religious people. Um, much more so than my wife and I. And we're sharing a bottle of screwball. Nice. Sam and I, and we're a little, we're a little tossy, and we're having a, a conversation about exactly what we're talking about right now. And I said, you know, man, I, I don't really necessarily consider myself an exact example of what you would see uh, of a Christian in the Bible. And he's like, let me ask you a question. And and this resonated with me so much so that this is the way I kind of live my life now, that he said... Uh, I was like, you know, I do a podcast. I kind of, I'm a, I don't say I'm a different person on the podcast, but I'm a little bit, I'm different th- on the podcast than I am in church. You know what I mean? Like I'm not, I don't have a lip in and a beer and I'm sitting in church and I'm like, yeah, exactly. And I, I do that one out of respect and two, um, cause it's appropriate. There's families and kids there and stuff like that. And, yeah. and he said, let me ask you a question. He's like, how do you know that? When you die and you go to heaven because God knows who you are and goes, he doesn't just look at you and go, what's up, motherfucker? (laughs) Because he knows who you are. Yeah. It's like you're not fooling him just because you act a different way around certain people. I'm like, man, that's that's a great point. I don't know that. Yeah. I, I truthfully don't. And uh, it was but fantastic it, conversation. But the other thing, I know we're wrapping up here, but Jesus embraced people that weren't the exact, you know, what you would think of a Christian person, right? Right. He embraced yeah. those people and he, and he told them, it's okay for you to live that way, but th- there are things you need to change and I can help you with that, yeah. right? Yeah. So imperfect, an imperfect person doesn't mean that you're not a believer it doesn't mean that you're a, a bad believer it just means that you have faults everybody does but the way you treat someone else right 
You're, you're not, you're not an asshole. You don't hit your wife. You don't kick your dog. You don't fucking just walk out of IHOP telling people to fuck off. <laughs> Way to bring it all back in, boy. I still want to slap that little fucking yeah, little shithead, dude. I, you know, he went home and his mom yelled at him for being out too late and still made his ass take the fucking trash out. And he probably put <laughs> shoes on to take it. But, but just because you're an imperfect, an imperfect person, doesn't mean that that you can't be a, a good um, living believer. You yeah. know what I mean. So everybody, they, everybody's got faults. There's, and, there's no one on this earth that's no. And and so uh, even if it does time, and you know when the time does come, and and you got to fucking have that fucking post mortem interview, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I doubt that there's gonna be shit to pop up on on whatever Palm Pilot fucking. Is they're they're sitting there looking and and they see big country pop up and they're like, out, dude, he's out. You know what I mean? There's this, much worse. this motherfucker. Yeah, like Damn, he good. downloaded so much porn. <laughs> <laughs> I don't download. I okay. live stream. <laughs> um, but there's, I'll leave you guys. You're all good. Uh, you're all good. I'll leave you guys with this so we can wrap up the show. There's a uh, an, a parable in the Bible that um, Jesus is at a well and uh, a woman has been caught in the act of adultery. So the Pharisees from the church bring him, bring this woman to Jesus. And they said, Jesus, this one was caught <laughs> fucking a dude that wasn't his, his wife. Right. So he's like, okay. <laughs> and so they're like, you know what the, you know what the law says? We got to stone this bitch. <laughs> um, again, paraphrasing. That's not exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think they said that. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> He says, yeah, for sure. That is the law. Yeah, for sure, dude. Um, <laughs> but uh, any of you that were that are without sin, you can go ahead and throw the first stone. I'll wait. I'll wait. <laughs> Bitch, I'll wait. He said, so, so they all left. Yeah. <laughs> and so the woman was like, do you not condemn me? And he's like, no, of course I don't. He's like, but just what he said was go and sin no more was like hey stop Not fucking that stop dude hey. without without saying that you know stop it <laughs> i think what he, i think the you know he's saying that we're all imperfect i am i'm not i've not come here for the to judge you but because you may you may not know that it was wrong. You may, you know, you may think it's right, but I'm telling you it's wrong. Now that you have the knowledge that it's wrong, go forth and do no more. You know, God knows that we're going to sin. I mean, I was in a, I did a, a class today about, about this and we have confessed our sin. Um, we, we, uh, repent from our sin and then, you know, you, you move on. You can't be locked in chains from it forever. Otherwise you're going to be, doomed to keep repeating it yeah wow guys what a fucking episode tonight man this was a good one this was a good one Uh, it was an emotional weekend that's fact even more emotional i have a feeling gender reveals memorial services oh yeah you wanted to get into that you wanted to talk about that real quick hey congratulations yeah absolutely you're gonna have a son that's fucking wild yeah. Uh, yeah, man. I was so excited. Uh, when we did the gender reel, I'll, I'll tell you guys this before we end the show. Um, big hockey buff. Obviously, I was like, I told my wife, this is, I'm going to slap a puck. It's going to blow up. Um, incendiary devices only. I'm going to slap a puck of Tannerite that's on fire. Um, I'm going to throw this flashbang. 
And I, I told <laughs> I told my wife, I said, I don't it doesn't matter to me if it's a boy or a girl. I, I, I would have been equally excited as if it was a girl or having a boy. Um, but it came time to, you know, do the reveal and we didn't know. Um, her sister didn't know and she kind of ordered the thing for us and sent it to us. And, uh, I was, I was a little giddy at first, you know, and, and I'll tell you, in all the years that I've played hockey, I've never taken a slap shot ever. Uh, just something I never worked on. I not good at it. It was like, there's like, there's like three shots in hockey. There's slap, snap and wrist. And I slip, I stick to snap and wrist cause it's super easy. Slap shot is something you got to work on. And I was like, no knuckle puck for you, huh? No knuckle pucks, dude. I was like, what if I fucking miss, you know, what if I hit it and it doesn't blow up? You know what I mean? I, think, I was a little nervous for you. I was, I, I was, I was, I was nervous too because you're standing I was. Next to the puck swinging, swinging. And I'm like, just fucking do it already. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just fucking do it. I was, I, I was, I was definitely nervous, man. I, I was, Steph's I was like, anxious. And why is Nicole not back there? And then you hear that guy video go, "Hey, Nicole, why don't you get back there so we can see you?" And she's yep. like, "Thank you." <laughs> yeah, um, it was really cool, man. I'm glad everybody got to watch it and see it. Yeah, we were cheering in our car. We were we were happy, man. Team boy, you should have heard my wife. You lost the bet about twins, though. Just want to let you know. I did. I do owe you guys some cash. Um, when I hit the puck and it blew up, you know, I was a bit emotional, but at that at the time, because I was like, man, I'm gonna be a dad. Yep, is dude, you you have no. There's no level of discussion that could ever prepare you for seeing your wife have your child. Mm-hmm. It, it is the, and it doesn't matter how many times it's it happens. Changing. It doesn't matter time. how many fucking times it happens. Yeah, and it is the most amazing fucking thing in the world. And then you're gonna love your wife even more knowing yeah. that she fucking bossed out a kid. Dude. Yep, and yeah. you're gonna you're gonna be instantaneous. <gasps> You're going to be instantaneously in love with something that you've never seen. When the moment you see your first child, you're instantaneously bonded in love to that. It's crazy. It, it's it's it changes it's unexplainable. Your life. It is. Yeah. You'll see. You'll see. I can't oh, wait dude, to have that experience because I want to talk to you about you having that, experience. especially after you know the the journey you guys have had to get to this point. Yeah. Oh it's, yeah. It's going to be. Insane! Don't pass out, oh. though, motherfucker. Because if yeah. that no. happens, <laughs> you know what I mean. Because you guys I know of our you passed out, dude. <laughs> that I'm not throwing up from, like because I'm in the because I'm passed, like I'm drunk. Um, no, no, you're gonna you're gonna be one of those dads who's like, no, I could take it, and then you're like, she's crowning, and then you just white as a ghost and pass out. <laughs> no, I, you know, I, uh, you guys know our past experience. Not to talk about it on air, but. I've already done like the grossest things for my wife <laughs> to date. So I'm like, I'm ready. Move, get, doctor, get out of the fucking way. I'll yeah, pull my baby out. Get out but, I have been doing a little bit of research here. Oh, there you go. I'm, I'm nervous, man. That's the most I'm nervous about. Yeah. Um, and I want to do as much research as I can. And we have a discussion about it. Yeah. But um, anyways, shit, two and a half hours almost um, for this episode. Are we going to break this into two parts? <laughs> Wait, what a great episode, man. That's it for uh, this episode of Whiskey 
Beer and Conspiracies. I have been Big Country. This is Boy and Chris. I want you to get up now. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. Donald Trump Putin and shit. I'm a human being. God damn it. My life has value. Has value. My balls are hot. My balls are hot. My balls are hot. My balls are hot.